You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. We're going to get into these money plays, y'all. First of all, six figures is very simple to make, y'all. Who in, who in this lab wants to make six figures? It's very simple to do. In the year 2022, there's no reason why you should not be making at least six figures. $10,000 a month, cool, easy, simple. I'm going to share with you three ways to make $10,000 a month. Number one, and my favorite, if y'all did not know, I'm going to be hosting a five-day challenge that covers how to create your own digital product and scale to a five and six figure of extra income per month. You're going to spend five days with me. I'm going to teach you how to create your own digital products or digital assets and own your own piece of digital real estate or take your already existing digital products and scale it to a five and six figure level of extra income per month. So if y'all want to get added to the wait list, tickets are going to go live on Monday. They're going to go fast. Text the word digital to 859-605-3297. Going to spend five days with me. Tickets go live on this upcoming Monday. The actual uh, five-day event is going to be August the 15th through the 19th. So number one, the number one way to make six figures is by having a digital product. Do me a favor. If anybody... In this live, has ever had somebody ask you, how do you do something? Comment the number one. If anybody has ever asked you, yo, how do you do that? Hey, bro, how do you do that? Hey, sis, how did you do that? How did you do this? If anybody has ever asked you, how did you do anything? Comment, comment the letter one, if anybody has. If anybody has ever asked you how to do something, you need to be getting paid from it. I don't care what it is. If anybody has ever asked you how you do something, you need to be getting paid from it. There's no reason why you should not be getting paid from your IP. If y'all don't know what IP stands for, IP stands for intellectual property. Every single person has some type of intellectual property that somebody else will be willing to pay to learn how to do. That thing that, that, thing that people ask you how to do, you should be getting paid for it. Everybody has some type of IP. Somebody has some type of intellectual property 
that somebody else will be willing to pay to learn how to do. So take me, for example. When I first got started into into digital products, I was teaching people how to get started in real estate, a strategy called wholesaling real estate, Uh, a simple strategy in real estate where you get started technically flipping houses without using any of your own cash or credit. I knew how to do that. I taught people how to do that. But it does not have to be some type of way to make money. It doesn't have to be like I teach money plays. I teach people how to increase your income, impact, and influence. It doesn't have to be that. It can be anything. My homeboy, he has digital products teaching um, young millennials how to maneuver in their sing- in their single season, in their season of singleness, to find their husband or wife. My man Swan still. He turned he turned his experience and his knowledge. Of, of turning himself into the man that he needed to be in order to find his wife. He's married. They just had a gender reveal the other day. He turned that into a digital product. So, and the best thing about creating digital products is that you only have to do the work one time and you can literally get paid forever once you have the proper systems in place. So, for example, you can take your knowledge... And you can create an ebook for one. An ebook, I've made seven figures off of an e- off of one ebook. Oh man, but how do I write an ebook? I don't know. I'm not a good writer. I don't want to sit there. I don't want to sit there and 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 write. I, I'm not a good writer. I don't know how to even start writing a book. I write all my ebooks in one day. I do the work one time. I get paid forever. How can you write an ebook in one day? I'm going to tell you. There's an app that you can download. It's called Otter. O-T-T-E-R. Like the little river animal. Otter. Otter.ia. I think it used to be I-O. Uh, now it's I-A. I'm pretty sure either one you type up is going gonna, is gonna to come up. Yeah, Otter.ai. Otter.ai. What is Otter? Otter is... Uh, is a website or app that transcribes your audio. So, Otter, this is how I write my ebooks in one day. I write ebooks in one day. You take your phone, you download Otter, go to otter.ai, you download Otter. Otter is a transcription app. What does transcription mean? That means you talking to your phone, Otter puts it into, Otter puts your vocal words into text format. That's how I write my ebooks. I don't spend time sitting writing with a pen and a pad. I don't spend time at my computer or tablet typing everything in. I open up Otter. I talk into my phone. Otter transcribes my audio. For example, this live right now could be my next ebook. I could drop an ebook. What today? Today's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. I could drop an ebook. Probably by next. Wednesday next week I could I could drop an ebook on Monday from this live right now I could save this live get this live transcribed uh, another website because Otter Otter takes your Otter takes your um, Otter takes your voice and transcribes it another another website that you can use for something like this for the example that I'm using right now is Rev.com R E V 
Rev.com, Rev.com, R-E-V.com. Art is free, by the way. Art is free. It's free. You don't pay nothing for it. But I could take, I could save this live. I could put this live video in Rev, Rev.com, and Rev will transcribe the audio from this live teaching you how to make six figures. Because I'm going to share with you three ways to make six figures. I could have an ebook come out on Monday called Three Ways to Make Six Figures. And all that I would do is take this live that I'm talking right now. I will upload it into Rev. Rev will transcribe it. I would then go to Fiverr.com, find somebody to uh, to format my transcription into an ebook, get a cover done, boom. I have an ebook. That's how you can make an ebook in one day. I make all of my ebooks in one day. Download Otter. Talk whatever information that you have to put into Otter. Go on Fiverr.com. Find somebody. Uh, find the ebook formatter. They will take your transcription. They will format it into an ebook. You now have done no work outside of talking into your phone, and you have an ebook created. You get that proper ebook into a funnel. Boom, you now have a digital product. You did the work one time, you have a digital product that you can continue to sell over and over and over and over again. Otter, O-T-T-E-R, like the river animal. Otter, otter.ai. You've now created a digital product in one day from speaking that you can now sell literally forever. That's why I love digital products. You do the work one time and you get paid forever. That's one way to uh, that's one way to make six figures. I've t- I'm telling you, I've made seven figures off of a single ebook. Another way in the digital space, this is this is where it gets fun. This is where it gets fun. You host you host a one day online event. You host a one day online event, teaching whatever it is that I ask y'all what people've asked y'all about. You teach it. You teach about it online. Host a Zoom room. Host a webinar. Now, here's here's a great thing about this. You want to make sure that you record it. You record whatever your one day event is. Now you have an upsell for your ebook. And, and listen to this. And here's the great thing. What is what am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk about? I just wrote an ebook. You talk about the same stuff you talked about in your ebook. So now you have an ebook and you have a course both talking about and teaching the same exact thing, but people learn different. Some people read, whereas some people um, are visual. And in the visual, you'll be able to break down the concepts of the ebook better and be able to answer people's questions and whatnot. You can go further in depth through the visual. You now have two digital products. You did the work. This can all be done in one day, two days. But you did the work one time, you can get paid forever. Okay, damn, bro, how do I... What's a third way to make some money? A third way that you can make money off of the same work that you did the one time off of the ebook. Now, now guess what you do? You, hey, hey, I don't know. I, I don't know if y'all getting game. Look, I need, I need some fire emojis in the comment. If y'all getting game right now... Get some fire emojis, cause I could, I could be watching Peaky Blinders or Westworld right now. 
If y'all getting some value, drop some fire emojis in the chat. I need to know that y'all with me. I need to know that y'all with me. And y'all, check this. I haven't eaten in seven days. I've been juicing for seven days. And believe it or not, with me not eating for seven straight days, I actually have more energy than I've had in a long time, bro. I have more energy. I have more energy this past seven days of not eating than I've had in a while. I'm going to break my fast tomorrow, though. I'm going to eat some ramen tomorrow. But check this. Now, I've given you two plays on how to make... I've given you two plays on how to make money off of one play, right? I'm giving you the third play to make money off of the first play. You're getting paid three ways off of one... You're getting paid three ways off of, off of one concept. Okay? You can pay three ways off the first concept. I gave you the e. I gave you how you can make an ebook in one day. I'm telling you how you can make a course in one day. Here's the third play. One day two. You then take the ebook, and guess what you do? A lot of people don't like to read. Record yourself reading the ebook. Oh my gosh! You now have an audio book. You can pay three ways off of the off of the same work. Come on now, we gotta we gotta think. You getting paid three times off of the same work. I like getting paid multiple ways off of the same thing. That, that's what that's what entrepreneurs do. They use their mind and their creativity to make money in different ways. Don't get caught up. Don't get caught up in that that saying that people say. Oh, the average millionaire has seven streams of income. That's why a lot of people stay broke because they focus on doing seven different things. No, millionaires don't have millionaires don't become millionaires from having seven different streams of income. They go all in on one stream, get rich. Then they diversify and have seven streams. Don't nobody get rich off of seven streams. I'm telling you. Don't believe that. They get rich first or they or they. Find a way to have streams off of the same income so they can focus on the main thing. I'm just not telling y'all three ways that y'all can get paid off of one thing. That's three streams off of one off of one day's work. So now when you so now you have your ebook, now you have your audio book, now you have a course. Then what do you do with it? This is what lost me millions of dollars. It needs to be in a funnel. I had something available for $40. People bought it one time, they left. I had nothing else available for them. They come and buy your ebook, you need an order bump. Offering the audio book, a certain percentage of the people that buy your ebook, they'll buy your audio book as well. Because like I said, people don't like to read. I, I read all the time. Now I read audio books. I buy audio books. I listen to them at two at speed so I can blitz through them. I've trained myself to whereas I can retain information at, uh, at a fast speed. So I can get through information quickly and I've trained myself to retain information quickly also. A percentage of people that buy your ebook is going to buy your audio book and then you upsell them into your course. A percentage of people is going to buy that also. Instantly increase what's called your ACV, your average cart value, just by creating two additional products off of your one product. Boom. Now, 
now you have done done the work once and you can literally get paid forever. Once you have it in the funnel, it takes no more effort from you. Now all you have to do is become a marketer, drive traffic to the funnel. It works on its own. It works on its own once you got it all set up and you did the work one time. Look, y'all, I just, I don't even know how long I've been on this live. I know it's only been a few minutes, but in that few minutes, I just gave y'all three plays that y'all can make six figures off of one play in a few minutes. So imagine, so imagine what I'm going to do when you get to spend five days with me. Imagine what I'm going to do when you spend five days with me as I break down everything over an entire week with you. I'm telling y'all, man, test the word digital to 859-605-3297. Get on the wait list. Tickets are going to go live on Monday. They're going to go fast. Over these five days, I'm I'm breaking down. I'm breaking it all down. I already, in a quick five, ten minutes, broke down a digital play where you can literally make six figures off of one play. You're getting paid three different ways off of one play. I'm breaking it all down over five days. Test the word digital to 859-605-3297. As far as funnels, a platform that you want to use for funnels is ClickFunnels. Y'all, listen, listen. Listen to this, y'all, because I want y'all to realize how much money you will lose by not having a funnel set in place. I sold something at forty dollars to twenty five about twenty five thousand people. I'm not good at math, but that that's a million dollars. If I had one of those things set in place, and on the low end, and I'm being I'm being very conservative with this, y'all y'all gonna have to help me with math because I'm not good at math, y'all. I know ten percent. Uh, if I sold twenty five thousand people, ten percent is twenty five hundred dollars, right? If I had the audio book available to those 25,000 people at $25, somebody do somebody do 25 times 2,500. What is $25 times 2,500? Somebody put it in the chat. If 10%, if only 2,500 people out of 25,000 people bought my audio book, at $25 a pop. If I had that available at the time, I did not have this information at the time. Somebody please put put in the comments, what is $25 times 2500? $62,500 of ad- of additional money that I that I missed out on. And I and I'm being conservative. I'm being conservative on the low end. And I'm being very conservative by saying 10%. I'm being very conservative. But that's an extra, that's an extra 60 grand that I missed out on. That's an extra. Realize this, y'all. This and this is and this is the big thing that I want y'all to pick up on. Over these five days in this digital asset challenge that I'm gonna spend with that I'm gonna spend with y'all over these five days of this challenge, every 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 gym, every game, every play that I tell you, don't think of it as the money that you're going to make. It's it's extra money. Everything, every play that I'm telling you, it's extra money that you'll make on top of whatever it is that you're making now. And somebody asked why I'm being conservative. I'm being conservative because I realize everybody does not have an abundance mentality that I've that I've uh, elevated to. Everybody does not have the mind state that I'm at right now. I know I know that 
I know that I could easily teach somebody how to get a million dollars. People don't believe it. That's why I have to say six figures. I wanted to title this live how to make seven figures, how to, how to make seven figures. I know people don't believe that they can do it. So I have to be conservative for, for other people. I have to be conservative for other people to take my message because they can't think that big yet. They don't believe that big yet. They can't see that big yet. That's why, that's why I be conservative in my examples. Let's be conservative again on an example. Hey, whoever got the calculators, tell me. And I, hey, and look, y'all, I'm doing this also to show y'all I'm not smart. I'm not smart. I suck at math. I, I still count like this. I can't do simple math. I know I make a million dollars, though. So check this. The whole play that I gave y'all with the ebook, audio book, course, order bump. I mean, with the ebook, order bump of the, of the audio book and the upsell of the course. Check how much more money I missed out on. I had a I had a simple order. I had a simple upsell into something else that I did not have for those twenty five thousand people. It was two hundred dollars. Let's be conservative again. Let's say if ten percent of those people grabbed the two hundred dollar thing, and that's being super conservative. Somebody, real quick, do the math for me. What's two hundred times twenty five? Somebody let me know in the comments, what's 200 times 25? Somebody let me know. I'm telling y'all, I'm not smart. I'm not, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer. But I know what I know. Damn, ain't nobody gonna ain't nobody gonna let me know. Y'all slow. Come on now. Y'all gotta move. Y'all gotta move. No. No. Oh, y'all not good at math neither. I said what is 200 times 2,500. It's not 5,000. Y'all just as bad as math as me. Y'all missing some zeros. I know that much. I know y'all missing some zeros because it's 500,000. It's 500,000. And that's being, that's being light. That's being super conservative. I missed out on an extra 500,000. No. I missed out on an extra 500,000. All right, if I said 25, my fault, y'all. I mean, I said 10%. Of twenty five thousand, that's twenty five hundred. I missed out on a. I missed out on an extra half a million dollars. Conservatively, I missed out on way more than that. I'm being conservative because I don't know. I don't know if y'all can think. I don't know if y'all can think big like I can. So, so I gotta. So I gotta keep. I gotta keep. I gotta keep the. Uh, I gotta keep the examples realistic. You know what I'm saying? That's what they tell us, right? That's what they tell us. Be realistic. So, so I got to be realistic in my examples. But just off of those two examples, off of the plays that I gave y'all, that's $560,000 that I missed out on. $560,000. Come on, y'all. In, in a lab of 20 minutes, I've given y'all 
three plays to make six figures off of one play. Y'all seeing the amount of money that I missed out on on here. I'm not, I'm not even talking about the downsell to the upsell and the and the second upsell with the downsell and then offering something on the thank you page. I missed out on millions. I missed out on millions. And I don't want anybody else to miss out on me. Because once you once you figure once you hit once you figure it out and you like, damn, bro. You're going to feel sick. So test the word digital to 859-605-3297 over five days. I'm going to break down everything on how to create your own digital product, how to scale it to a five and six figure of extra monthly income and all this uh, proper systems and stuff that you need to have in place. If you're saying I ain't saying the blueprint, you just hopped on the live, brother. You late. Hey y'all, somebody said I ain't giving the blueprint. If I if I gave the blueprint, if I gave the blueprint, uh comment the number one. Somebody saying I ain't get the blueprint. They had to be on here late. If I ain't gave no blueprint tonight, I don't know what it is, brother. Drop a little dazzle. You slow, success little speed. You slow, cause cause I gave plays, bro. I gave plays. You gonna see all these ones come. Uh, shout out to Emmanuel. If y'all ain't know, I got a, a I got a community of like minded individuals, all entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs, where you get um, weekly Q and A sessions with me, as well as additional training from other six, seven, and eight figure entrepreneurs. It's less than a dollar a day. Links in my bio. It's crowded the top community, but to, but tonight it's about these five days. Yeah, I gave I gave three plays like five times. Yeah, I'm saying, bro, the plays the plays is crazy, and it and it's very easy and it's very simple to it's very simple to do also. And the great thing about all this stuff that I'm saying, you do the work one time and and you it. I'm not a fan of working. I'm not a fan of working. We've been conditioned. We've been conditioned to work. We've been conditioned that hard work pays. Hard work don't pay. Stop believing that lie. Hard work don't pay. My family, my family been working. My family been working. I've seen my family working hard all their life. They they broke. Hard work don't pay. It's easier to make a lot of money in a short period of time than it is to make a little bit of money over a long period of time. The only thing is, is that we've been conditioned since a young age to think to think that it's opposite. It's easier to make a lot of money over a short period of time than it is to make a little bit of money over a long period of time. Think about this. My last job, it used to take me 12 months of a year to make $36,000. Take the 12 months out of it, all those hours that I'm working in between time, whereas I don't even get the money on my paychecks first because I got to pay taxes first. I got to pay somebody before I even get a chance to touch my money. That's how it works with W-2 income versus you, your own boss, you own a business, you get, to, you get to make the money first, go spend whatever you need to spend, then you pay taxes on what's left over. 
It used to take me 36, it used to take me 12 months and at least eight hours a day to make $36,000. Whereas now I make $36,000 in the hours that I'm sleeping a month. And I ain't working. That's the beauty of this. And if y'all and if y'all didn't if y'all didn't get what I was talking, what I'm breaking down with the W two income. Look, listen to this example. Let's say let's say that we make let's say that we make the same. I'm gonna just use twelve hundred dollars because that's about what my paycheck used to be twelve hundred dollars. Let's say we make the we both make the same twelve hundred dollars, right? You make $1,200, and I know for it's always going to be one in the comments. Let's talk about, uh, let's just say that everybody's paying the same taxes. Let's say that you're paying $200 taxes. I don't know the percentages. I know people going to say, no, but the percentages that you will really pay this. For the sake of this example, let's say we both make $1,200, and we both have to pay $200 in taxes. A, a nine to five worker with a W two makes twelve hundred dollars. I make twelve hundred dollars. Before the W two worker gets to touch their money, they got to pay their two hundred dollars in taxes. So then they get a check for one thousand dollars. Right? I get my check for twelve hundred dollars, and let's say I want to buy a computer. Let's say both people have to buy a computer. The W two nine to five person. They get paid $1,200. Before they get to touch their money, they got to pay their $200 in taxes. Then they got to go buy an $800 computer. And now they got $200 left over, right? Now let's say the same sense, the, the entrepreneur that owns their own business, I make $1,200. I get to spend my money and pay taxes on what's left over. So I get my $1,200 and then I go buy that same $800 computer. I go buy that same $800 computer. What's left over from the $1,200 from $800? Y'all got y'all got to talk with me. I can't be the only interactive one in here. Y'all got to let me know that y'all listening. If I just made $1,200, I go buy the $800 computer. How much left over? Four hundred. I got four hundred. I got four hundred dollars left over, and then I pay taxes on four hundred dollars versus you pay taxes off of twelve hundred dollars. Y'all, y'all get the game. Y'all get how that works. Entrepreneurs and business owners, they get to make the money, spend the money, and then pay taxes on what's left over. The nine to five worker, the W-2 worker, they 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 make the money, pay the government, and then take what's left over after they paid the government. And then the nine to five worker that could do the same exact thing as the entrepreneur and business owner does gets mad when they see clips on the news that all these super rich people ain't pay no taxes. They just spent the money. 
they spent the money on shit that they need. Whereas you spend the money on shit that you need after you pay stuff. They not doing nothing illegal. I remember I'm not in the I'm not in the politics, but I remember back when Trump was running against Hillary Clinton, they was trying to make it a big thing. The Democrats were trying to make it a big thing on Donald Trump. Trump, why don't you show your taxes? I remember they were standing on the on the podium. Donald Trump laughed. And she was like, he doesn't pay taxes. He giggled and said, yeah, because I'm smart. But the Democrats and them, they knew that the average American don't know no better. They don't know how the system works. So they'll think he's a crook or something. Now he just spending the dough on stuff that he just spending the dough. So he don't got to pay no taxes on. That's what the wealthy do. Grant Cardone, he flying around on the jet. He had a big tax bill. He went and bought a jet with it so he wouldn't have to pay the pay the government. He paid he bought a jet instead of paying the government. You think all these people riding around with these G-Wagons because they love G-Wagons? Nah, they buying these G-Wagons, so they that's a hundred percent tax write-off on the G-Wagon, so you don't gotta pay the government. Everybody don't love them them Mercedes G-Wagons like that. Yeah, they might like them, but that, that's so they don't got to pay the government. They go buy what they need to buy with it. Whereas you get your money, pay them first, and then you got to go buy your car with what's. That's why they're doing it. That's the play. Hey, yo, you work entirely too hard to make entirely too little of income, and that would instantly change for you if you just had a digital product. Now, the great thing about digital products is that you only have to do the work one time, and you can literally get paid forever. Now, most people, they work, 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 and then they get paid. But with digital products, you do the work once, and then you get paid, get paid, get paid, get paid, get paid, get paid, pay, 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 pay. Now go ahead, click the link and come join me over the next five days where I show you how to take your own intellectual property and monetize your genius by turning it into a digital asset. Over these next five days, I'm going to share with you all the tips, tools, strategies, secrets, and systems to monetize your own IP, to monetize your own intellectual property. Now, I highly suggest that you get a VIP option because if you're the best, why not get the best? Plus, it's 50% off right now. I'll see you on the challenge. That's the play. And look, and look, and here's here's another thing too. Here's another thing too. Attention, attention is the new currency. If y'all ain't realized that, you you late. Attention is a is a version of currency. Y'all ain't tapped in with me on asking it. I I popped up somewhere, popped up on you. Somehow, one of the main things that I spend money on is attention. And here's and here's how I pay and here's how I pay for attention. <clears throat> a lot of people they look at marketing as an expense. It's not an expense. It's it's an investment. I pay for ads to get in front of certain people like you to sell my digital product. And here's the thing: I don't use none of my money for it neither. I run a Facebook ad. I run an Instagram ad. I'm not using my money for it. I use my credit card. My credit card don't got to get paid back until 30 days. I make the money back before the 30 days is up. I just use American Express's 
I just use American Express to make me money. And while I'm spending my own and while I'm spending American Express's money for me to make money, I got a I got a, a American Express Platinum card. I get all kinds of uh, benefits and rewards off of it. I get my flights for free. I'm using I'm using American Express's money to make money. And while I'm spending their money to make my money, I'm getting points to whereas I'm traveling for free, getting hotels for free. Getting uh getting uh room upgrades for free, getting uh I got free clear at the airport. I got uh free I got free uh 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 pre TSA. I got free global entry. I be in the airports. I be in them little lounges and stuff. I get access to the to the lounges and stuff where you get free food, free liquor. All that type of stuff. All off of spending their money that I'm already was gonna spend. So look, y'all. I'm telling you, there's no there's no reason. There's no reason for y'all to be on this app every single day and not be getting paid from it. A lot of a lot of y'all spend a lot of y'all spend a a real life working hours on this app. It don't make no sense. Why are you the only person consuming free content that's not getting paid in the in the consumption of the free content? Ask yourself that. Why are you only a consumer and not a producer? Why are you only a buyer and not a seller? There's two types of people in this world. There's buyers and the sellers. Which ones are you? Do you only buy things? Do you sell anything? I'm, and I'm telling you, you have something in your mind. You have intellectual property that you could easily sell. That's buyers and that's sellers. The buyers never get ahead. The sellers get ahead. And the buyers point their fingers at the sellers and complain about their life. And while they're continuing to buy stuff from the sellers. The buyers get mad at the sellers while they're buying stuff from the sellers and why the sellers are employing the buyers. It's backwards. People's mentals, people's mentals fucked up. Oh, no, Jeff Bezos ain't paying no taxes. He's a billionaire. He needs to take care of me so I don't pay any taxes. Cool. All them, a lot of them Amazon factories going to get shut down. He gets benefits because he... Because he takes care of the country. Businesses and entrepreneurs pay people. That's why you get advantages and write-offs. Because the country ain't paying you. The country ain't taking care of you. Businesses and entrepreneurs are taking care of you. Whoever you work for, somebody owns it. So yeah, the government gonna give them the break. The government gonna give them the assistance. Because they taking care of you. They feeding your family. That's how that's how the country works. America's a business. Quit complaining about it and get in the game. How do you want the country to take how do you want the country to take down the people that are supporting your life? You don't eat without entrepreneurs. Literally. 
So why not get on the other side of the coin so you can get ahead? There's buyers and there's sellers. And here and here's another thing. There's only here's the thing about here's the thing about the foods contaminating the brain, but shit, you buying it from them. If you don't want the food to contaminate your brain, go sell something, get you some money, buy you some land and grow your own crops. You got the ability to do that. You don't have to eat what they you don't have to eat what they selling you. But in order to buy the land, you need some money. And how do you and how do you get the money? You sell something. It's changing right now. The only thing that the only thing that y'all sell right now is your time to the highest bidder for money. And people will sit there and they'll call rich people and successful people sellouts. Nah, them rich people ain't sellouts. Them wealthy people ain't sellouts. It's the people that it's the it's the broke people that's the sellouts. Somebody will call somebody a sellout that sits there and wakes up every single Monday through Friday at a time that they don't want to wake up to drive to a place that they don't want to be to spend at least eight hours at a place that they don't want to be at to talk to people that they don't want to talk to for a little bit of money. That sounds like a sellout to me. That sounds like a sellout. You selling out for a little bit of money. You doing everything you don't want to do for a little bit of money. What's the sellout? That's the sellout. You live a life that you don't like. You spend time around people that you despise for money. And then and then these same people will say, oh, money's not that important. It, it seems like it's that important to you. You willing to do a whole bunch of stuff that I'm not willing to do for money. It seems like it's more important. It seems like money is more important than you than it is to me. But these will be the people in my comments and these will be the people in my DM. Oh, no, bro, money ain't that important. Why are you always talking about money? No, money ain't everything. I don't even need money. Money that ain't that important. You lying to yourself to make yourself feel better in the about the position that you're in. Money means everything to you because you spend most of your life trying to get it. Somebody was in my comments two days ago talking about that. Uh, money, it, it ain't about the money. If it ain't about the money, then why are you doing everything that you don't want to do to get some money then if it ain't about the money? I don't do nothing that I don't want to do for some money. Those people uh, spend a, a lifetime, a literal lifetime doing things that they don't want to do for money. It's called the 40-40-40 scam. That's the scam. Spend 40 years of your life Working for 40 hours a week to retire on 40% of the income. That's the scam. But they'll call other stuff scam. Nah, bro, you still confused about money. That's what scam stands for. Still confused about money. S-C-A-M. You don't understand that you the one working in the scam. You don't understand that you in the 40-40-40 scam. You don't understand that you signed up for the working 40 years for 40 hours a week to retire on 40% of your income. You confused, brother. You still confused about money. So check this. So check this. And this is how it go too. 
And check this. This is the this is the real this is the real kicker about the 40-40-40 scam. Remember, work for 40 years for 40 hours a week to retire on 40% of your income, okay? How do you expect somebody to retire off of 40% of their income when they couldn't live the life that they wanted to live off of 100% of their income? They don't know how to live the life that they want to live off of 100% of their income. And you going to expect them to know how to live off of 40% of their income when they when they old? How does that work? But that's what the majority of people sign up for. How you going to live off of 40% of your income? You don't even know how to live off of 100% of it. You supposed to live off of 60% less? How does that work? And then you old and you can't even get fly. You can't even do what you want to do like that. You can't even move your shoulder. You can't even move your hips how you want to do. You can't even two-step how you want two-step. That ain't, ain't nothing fly about that, bro. You ain't got no more time and less expenses. How, how do you got more time when you old? How do you have more time 40 years later? You don't get more time 40 years later. You get less time. You about to die, brother. You about to die 40 years from now. You in your 60s, you in your 70s, you talking about retiring? Even if it was that like, you, you got a few years. People just think they just gonna retire and kick back. It hurt it 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 pains me when I see them old people in Walmart. It pains me when I see them people being greeters at places. It pains me when I see people working at restaurants and shit. But I'm telling y'all, man, this whole this whole system. This whole system is designed to keep you down. And once you have proper systems in place, and once you once you can, how I've been talking about earlier on this live, how you can monetize your, your IP and your, your intellectual property and create these digital products and put it in a proper system. Because I just told you all about the system that keeps you back. I just told you all about the system that you've seen every other adult in your life Every family member, you've seen the system ain't worked out for them. Why are, you still, why are you still working to succeed in a system that's meant for you to fail instead of building yourself your own system? And once you have stuff systematized, once you have a digital product created and systematized, it's infinitely scalable. You do the work one time, you get paid forever. System stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money. S-Y-S-T-E-M. System stands for saving yourself time, energy, and money. You're in the wrong system. That ain't saving you no time, energy, or money. You need to create your own system. So look, y'all, test the word digital to 859-605-3297. I'm going to be covering how you can create your own digital product. Over five days, you're going to spend a week with me. We're going to break down all the game. You're going to have everything that you need to go. Tickets are going to go live on Monday. I'm telling you, they're going to go fast. You want to be... You want to be spending the time with me over these five days learning about these digital assets, learning about these digital products. And what I like, I like to call digital real estate because that's really what it is. Physical real estate, you touch it. You own a piece of earth, right? 
you can own the same piece of digital real estate by just by just having a monetizable product that's available online. It don't make it don't make no sense for y'all to be spending as much time as y'all spend on this app and not getting paid. It don't make no sense. I I cannot y'all spend hours on here laughing, kikiing it up, looking at the shade room, whatever, and consuming content. Why can't you be a producer? It's an easy switch. I produce content. I produce stuff for people to watch. I don't I don't make the I don't make the reels side by side reacting to what somebody else said. I make the reels where people make them side by side and react to what I said. I produce. I'm not on these apps consuming. You can't be a consumer all your life. You have to start producing. What are you going to produce? It makes no sense for you to keep on being etched out. Of the transaction and free content. Everybody be like, oh, it's free. It's free. Oh, there's so much free content. So much free content. Nobody got rich off of Google and YouTube. I'll tell you that much. Nobody got rich off of free information from Google and YouTube. I made a little bit of money from free information. I did. I learned how to make... Uh, $5,000 checks here, $10,000 checks here, whatever, off of free information in real estate. I did. But that's it. That's a little bit of money. People have been saying you can Google and YouTube it since Google and YouTube came out. All this free information, why you ain't, why you ain't making no money? It's fast pass. Somebody comment the word fast pass. Fast pass. That's what it is. The main thing, money should be spent on three things. Somebody comment fast pass so I can so I can let y'all know what the three things money should be spent on. Money should be spent on three things. Somebody comment fast pass because this is the fast pass. Money should be spent on. Money should be spent on information, assets, and assets. That's the three things your money should be spent on. Information. Assets and assets. The main, the main two things that I spend my, the main two things that I spend my money on is information and access. Those are the main two things that I spend my money on. I spend money on information and access. The information and the access is the is the fast pass to collapsing time on my goals. That's people's problem. You sitting there trying to figure everything out on your own. And when you're trying to figure everything out on your own, I tell people in my community, I tell my mentees, everybody in my peers, you can't say the word try around me. We don't try on this side. We do. Every doer knows how every doer knows how hard it is to do. Everybody tries. We don't use try. You have to eliminate try out of your vocabulary. Eliminate try out of your vocabulary. We we don't try on this side. We do. Why do we not try? Because subconsciously. When you say that you're trying, you're subconsciously giving yourself a reason to fail. So when it doesn't happen, you can say, oh, at least I tried. No, we don't try. We do. And think about this. Think about this, too. Everything, everything that you are, everything that you are 100% confident in, you never say that you're trying to do it. 
But all of a sudden, when it comes to your goals and your dreams, then you then you start talking about then you start talking about. Oh, I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to do it. Everything else that you have 100 percent confidence in, you don't say that you're trying to do it. You just do it or you just say that you're doing it. But then when it comes to your goals and your dreams and your aspirations, then it turns into, man, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to do this. Prime example. I was talking about the nine to five worker versus the entrepreneur. Right. Early as far as like taxes and write offs and stuff. Right. Check this. If you if you happen to have a nine to five job, correct me if I'm wrong. Who, who's going to work tomorrow? Because I don't know if y'all got jobs or not. Who got a job? Uh, comment comment the, the number two if y'all got a job. If you go on the job to work in the morning. Comment the, the word two. I mean the, the number two. Because I don't know. I might be talking to the wrong per- people. Y'all might need a different message than what I'm about to drop right now. Okay, cool. Okay, we got some, we got some job. Okay, cool. So check this. If I was sitting in your living room right now and I said, what you doing in the morning? You're going to say, I'm going to work. I'm going to say, what time you need to be there? If it's eight o'clock, you're going to be like, man, I got to be at work at, I got to be at work at eight. All right. What you going to do? You going to have lunch? Yeah, I'm going to have a lunch. All right. What you doing after work? Uh, After work, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go here. Say if you go on a happy hour, I'm going to go to happy hour. Then I'm going to go home and then I'm going to watch, I miss people. I miss P-Valley on Sunday, so I'm going to watch P-Valley. Then I'm going to just chill. You wouldn't say if I'm sitting there in your living room and I say, hey, what you doing tomorrow? You're not going to say, I will. I'm going to try to go to work and then I'm going to try to have my lunch break. Then I'm going to try to make it meet up with my friends for happy hour after work. And then after that, I'm going to try to get back home. And I'm going to try to watch P-Valley. You say with conviction that you're going to work at 8, you're going to take your lunch break, you're going to you're going to uh, meet up with your friends for happy hour, then you can head it home, then you're going to watch your show, and you're going to chill. You say with conviction, try don't even come in there because you're a thousand percent positive that that's what you're going to do. Why does that assurance leave when you're talking about your dreams and your goals and stuff that you claim you want to do? You're not doing it because you don't even believe it. You don't never say that you trying shit that you know for a hundred percent fact that you're gonna do. You never say that you're trying it. You just do it. Or you just say that you're gonna do it. But then you say you got a goal, then you say you got a dream, and then all, all of a sudden it turns into I'm gonna try to do this, or I'm trying to do that, I'm trying to do, do it. You do everything else, do it. It's a simple decision that you have to make with yourself and you have to stop negotiating with yourself. Don't make any negotiations. You say that you're going to do something and then you give yourself every reason on why it won't work. What if it does work? You talk yourself out of everything. You say that you're going to do something and then you give a what if or if it don't work. You can't, we got, you got to stop negotiating with yourself. Draw a line in the sand. I'm a, I'm doing this and this is what I'm going to do. It's no negotiating. April 1st, 2016 is when I quit my job. I became mentally unemployable that day. I can't work for anybody. Last year, somebody offered me $250,000 to come and work for him for three months. I said, no. I'm, I cannot be employed. I made that decision with myself. It's no back and forth. 
It's no back and forth. I said, this is what I'm going to do. I made a decision and I'm willing to, I'm to the extreme, I'm willing to die behind this shit. Even, even if it, even if people were seeing me on the corner selling water or something like it, that's, that's what it would have been. It wouldn't have been going to a job. I made that decision. I told myself that's what I'm going to do. No negotiating. Eliminate try from your vocabulary. Stop trying. Everything you say you're trying to do, you don't even believe it. You have to brainwash yourself for success. You've been conditioned since a young age to not believe in yourself. You have to take the intentional time, effort, energy, and put your money behind your mindset. Mindset's more important than skill set. I can tell y'all how to make money a bunch of ways all day, every day. It don't matter if your mindset's not here. I talk about mindset a lot. People be like, man, when you gonna get out of the when you gonna get out of all the fluff? When you gonna get out of all the fluff and start giving us the game? It don't matter what game I give you if you don't got the mindset. Mindset's more important than skill set. Hey, check this too. Check this too. If if you've ever done something, if you've ever tried something and quit, comment the number one. Be honest. Be honest. Come on, we gotta be honest here. If you've ever if you've ever tried something and quit. Comment the number one. I have. I'm, I'm the first to put up the one. I have. Okay. Okay, cool. Second question. If you've ever saw somebody else succeed at the thing that you quit. Comment the number two. I'm the first two. I have. If you've ever saw somebody succeed at the thing that you quit, comment the number two. Now I'm gonna ask you, now what is now what is the difference between you that that quit and the person that succeeded? They just believed that they could do it and you didn't. Does that sound like a skill set problem or a mindset problem? It's a mindset. That's the separator. The only reason why y'all see me doing certain things or reaching new levels of success is because I simply will not quit. That's it. That's the only separator. That's the only separator. I will not quit. I refuse to quit. I cannot quit. That's it. They had the money to get started. Oh, let's get into this. They had the money to get started, huh? <laughs> oh, y'all taking me places. Hey, man, shout out to Nice having fun. They said they had the money to get started. I want y'all to I want y'all to realize that majority of millionaires are self-made millionaires. Most millionaires aren't getting it like past them. You don't need money. You do not need money to make money. 
I just told I told y'all play where y'all don't need any money to make an ebook, a course, and an audio book and throw it in the phone. You don't need no money for that. You don't need money to make money. Yes, yes, money's easier to make if you have money. But you do not need money to make money. If you had the money to start off, to quote unquote start off with that you think that these people had, you will fumble the bag because you don't know what the fuck to do with it. Every every motherfucker, every motherfucker in the hood tell me, oh bro, if I just had ten thousand, bro, all I need is ten thousand. Hey man, if you black, I know we might got different uh different races in here, but I know it's something with black folk, man. All they need is all they need is an extra ten thousand, they gonna make moves. I don't know why it's ten thousand, that's the number. All they need is ten thousand, they gonna make moves. All I need is an extra five thousand, they gonna make moves. The pandemic just hit. Everybody got stimulus checks. If y'all go, I can find the tweet. I'm not that active on Twitter, but if y'all go on my Twitter, y'all go on my Twitter. I sat there and I talked about the uh I talked about the stimulus checks on my Twitter back in 2020. I said, look, it's called it's a stimulus check to stimulate the economy. Soon as all y'all spend all y'all's money, interest rates is gonna go up. That was like the exact tweet. What happened? Everybody spent the money and then interest rates went up and inflation went up to cover the money that they gave y'all that y'all gave right back to them because everybody just buys stuff. It goes from square one that everybody's a consumer and not a producer. Everybody buys and, and doesn't buy. Mindset. There's only one thing that separates poor, middle class and rich. It's mindset and how they think about money. Poor people think the only uh, poor people think money's purpose is to pay bills. Poor people think money's only purpose is to pay bills. Middle class people think money's purpose is to buy things and buy things that they can't afford on credit. I repeat, poor people's thinks money's only purpose is to pay bills. Middle class people think money's purpose is to buy things and buy things that they really can't afford on credit. That's why you got the mortgage. You got a 30-year mortgage. You got the car payments. You got the payment on this. You got the payment on that. Poor people think money's used to buy to pay bills. Middle class people think money's purpose is to buy things and buy things that they can't afford on credit. You know, have good credit. Everybody wants good credit scores. Everybody wants a good credit score. Why? People walk around here, middle class people walk around with their chest poked out because they got a 740 credit score. Whoop-de-doo. You got a good credit score to add more bills to your life. Yay! You got a good credit score so you can take money out of your bank account every month. Yay! Good job. Clap it up for you. Good job with your 740. You just added like four more bills to your monthly expenses. Good job! You want good credit to buy stuff. Rich people think money's sole purpose is to create more money. That's it. So if you have a rich mentality, you don't need a lot of money to start making your money make money. You don't need to have a lot of money to make your money start making money. You need the mentality to start making your money make money. I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur. I started out with $1,200. You think I had the money? I don't know, $1,200? That was a lot to me at the time. Then I got in the real world, wasn't much. 
So y'all remember, poor people, they think the sole purpose of money is to pay bills. Middle class people think the purpose of money is to buy things and buy things that they can't afford on credit. Rich people think the sole purpose of money is to make more money. Then they make more money with their money and they take the money that they made off of their money and buy assets that cash flow. And then they offset their tax mitigation by buying the assets because they get the right, they get to write that off. They get to get, they get to get a depreciation on the asset and they write that off as well. As simple as mindset, y'all. And here's, and here's a prime example of how it doesn't take money to make money either. I was doing this since, I was doing this in like high school. Look, easy way to, I'm going to tell fuck high school. This is some real world stuff. I got started in real estate with no money. You don't need, you don't need money. I got started in real estate doing wholesaling real estate. I go, I found a distressed property, I negotiated the purchase price. I put it on the contract to purchase. I had no money. Then I found a house flipper. I signed my contract. When you have a contract to purchase a house, you have what's called equitable interest. While you have equitable interest in that contract, they give you a certain power over the property before ever owning it or purchasing it. I assigned my interest in my contract to a house flipper for a fee. Made $16,500. It didn't take me any money. You don't, you don't need money to make money. When I assigned my equitable interest in that contract, for layman's terms, all that basically did on the contract was etched out my name and inserted the house flipper's name on the contract. Then they took over the contract and bought it. I got paid a fee to do that. It took no money. It's leverage, it's thinking, it's imagination. That's people's problem. You don't have the imagination. You don't have the imagination to think of, to think outside the box. Because you stuck in the system. You stuck in being real. You stuck in being realistic. You stuck in the 40-40-40 scheme. Like I said, work 40, uh, work 40. 40 years of your life for 40 hours a week and retire off of 40% of your income. This shit, that shit logically don't make no fucking sense. It don't take money to make money. It's easier to make money if you have money and know what to do with it. But we done seen a lot of people get a bag and end up bad. We done seen a lot of people get a bag and end up bad. Shoot, every every day when I go, every time when I go back home, I'm I'm sitting around old Jesus talking about what they what they had in the nineties. Oh yeah, when I had it, when I had, I know they had a bed, a real bed. Information is what information is what separates people. It's not a money thing. You can get bestowed all the money. You can get bestowed all the money. If you don't know what to do, all you're going to do is buy stuff with it. That's it. And here's another thing, too. Well, I was talking about the imagination because you can't think outside the box, y'all. There's four levels of value. 
you got to understand which level of value that you want and it's predictable income once you once you figure out and learn different values of what you should be on. It's four levels of value. The first level of value is implementation. The first level of value is implementation. Most people are on the first level of value, implementation. What is implementation? Implementation is when you have to physically use physically use your body to make income. That's the first level of value. That's the lowest level of value, implementation. You're using your you're using your physical body, you're using your hands, you're using your body to make money. Lowest level of value. Then you got the second level of value is um, you got implementation, unification. Unification is the second level of value. Unification is somebody that unifies all the labor of the implementation. So you, your second level of value, unification, is like your supervisors, your supervisors, your managers, all this stuff, the people that organize the first level of value. So with your supervisors, whatever it is, I that that's like predictable income. I know if you're a supervisor, you probably making somewhere like maybe 65, 70 grand to maybe like a buck 20 somewhere else. If you if you're working at a Fortune 500 company, you might be uh, or a bigger company, you might be making a half a mil, 1.2 mil or something, but that it's capped. Where you really start to get to a real bag and start to get rich and wealthy is the third level of value. The third level of value is communication. The third level of value communication, that's when people make make money with their mouth. Effective the mo the highest paid people, the highest paid people are effective communicators. The third level of value is communication. That's people that make money with their mouth. I'm an effective communicator. Most of the ways that I make money is from is from communicating. And the funny thing is, I was shooting an episode of a podcast last night. And I was telling my homeboy, I got made fun of. I got made fun of my whole life for how I talk, how slow I talk, how I say things, and I get paid to talk now. Shit, crazy, right? Third level of value is communication. Effective communicators. Now, this can either be, and even if you have a job. You really, you really make money in the work in the workspace in the actual workplace. People that do have like the nine to fives and stuff, salesmen make the most money. They're effective communicators. Fourth and the highest level of value is imagination. That's when you can see it. Imagination, the the the, and the. The highest paid people have a good blend of level three and level four. They have an imagination and they're effective communicators. So let's look at somebody like Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs, rest in peace, Steve Jobs had the imagination that he was an effective communicator. I don't know if y'all old enough or if y'all remember the iPod, right? Before these iPhones, you had the iPod. At the time when Apple came out with the iPod, there were other MP3 players out. The iPod wasn't the only MP3 player out, but he was a Steve Jobs was an effective communicator to where he could communicate the message on what the iPod was to where it was easily understandable and digestible to the market. There's all these other MP3 players out. There's all these other devices that play music. 
All the other devices were just talking about the technology of it, what it does, blah, blah, blah. Y'all know what Steve Jobs said? Steve Jobs said, a thousand songs in your pocket. The world went crazy. They said, what? He wasn't talking about the specs and all that stuff. He basically said, a thousand songs in your pocket. iPod started all this shit. He had the imagination for what Apple was going to be and the iPod leaning into the iPhone and all that stuff. But he was able to effectively communicate the message also. That's one of my skill sets. One of my skill sets is that I'm able to get a clear message across that's digestible to pretty much every scope of a person. I And I take that from quick story. Within a 24-hour span, within a 24-hour span, I've been in a room, I've been in a room with 10 youngins. I've been in a room with 10 young boys with 20 guns in the room. Set in a, in a field of cows with a nun. And had dinner with the dean of a college all within the same day. Had great conversations with their, I knew how to talk in every situation. How many people... I think that's a skill that you can be in a room of 10, of 10 young boys with 20 guns, be sitting in a field of cows with a nun and have dinner with the dean of a college all within the same 24 hour span and know how to communicate to be comfortable. And so everybody else feels comfortable with you in their, in their presence. I'm telling y'all, man, you don't you don't have to to get this stuff down. You don't have to be smart. I'm telling y'all, I'm not smart. I don't know who was in the live earlier, who got off the live later, or got on the live later. I was having people, I can't do math. If y'all ask me the simplest of math question right now, I can't answer it. I'm not I'm not that smart. I'm a slow, I read slow. Like it takes me a while. Like if I'm actually sitting there reading, I read slow. And the reason why I read slow is because if I'm sitting there reading, I don't, it takes me a while to process the information. So if I'm sitting down and reading the book, I might have to reread the same paragraph like three, four times before I comprehend it. I'm not, the, I'm not, I'm not that smart. I'm not the smartest guy. That's why I listen. That's why I listen to audio books. I listen to audio. I've trained myself to be able to, to retain and comprehend information at two X the speed. I put my audio books at two times the speed. You don't have to be smart to get this stuff down. You just have to know it. And once you know it, you can't unknow it. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. And a lot of this stuff starts off with exposure, y'all. Y'all need to y'all need to change what you're exposed to. What you what you tune into, you turn into, and what entertains you trains you. A lot of y'all are fucked up by y'all's environment. A lot of y'all are, are fucking yourselves up by what you tune into every day. What you tune into, you turn into, and what entertains you, trains you. What are you consuming on your phone every day? What are you watching on TV every day? This stuff matters. Who do you follow on social media? 
I only follow like 200 something people. These are either people I personally know or stuff that I get education or motivation or inspiration or gems off of. I got friends that I talk to weekly. I don't follow them on social media. Some of my best friends, people that I consider brothers, I don't follow them on social media for what? They talking about bullshit. And you need to change your environment. Some of y'all don't feel comfortable talking about y'all's goals and y'all's dreams because you because of who, who it is that you're talking to. They be like, man, what are you talking about? Or you tell somebody accomplishment, it may sound like you bragging. Exposure leads to expansion. You gotta see, you gotta see it. I changed my environment. I saw where I was from, Lexington, Kentucky. Love my city, my favorite place in the world. I had to leave. There was there was nobody that I could look at that was living a life that I thought was flat. There was nobody that I could look at that was doing things that I wanted to do. There's nobody that I could look at that was achieving things that I wanted to achieve. I left. I saved up $1,200 and I left. It, it sounds crazy to people, but I'm like, I, I need to leave now. Ain't no waiting. I got to go now. Change my environment. And here's, the, and here's the funny thing. And here's the funny thing on how humans are. And y'all correct me if I'm wrong. But I think, I'm, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. All of your friends do similar things as you. When I used to play basketball, all of my friends was basketball players. When I used to hoop, all my friends was hoopers. When I had the nine to five. All my friends had nine to fives. I became a full-time entrepreneur. All my friends just seem, somehow seemed to be entrepreneurs. I started making some money. Damn, I'm, all my friends seem to have money. Why don't you just put yourself in the put yourself around who you want to be like? You'll turn into it. A lot of you all are trapped by your circle. Your circle's not a circle, it's a cage. Y'all circle's not a circle, it's a cage. And here's the thing too. A lot of y'all a lot of y'all's friends are holding y'all back and you feel a, you feel some sense of loyalty to them just because you've known them for a long time. If you really if you really sit down and think about why you're friends with some of your friends, the only reason, the only reason that you're friends with them is because you've known them for a long time. Y'all have absolutely nothing in common outside of time of knowing each other. Y'all met in elementary school just because y'all happen to live on the same street. That's all y'all got in common. Y'all happen to go to the same middle school. That's all y'all got in common. Your mama happened to be friends with her mama. That's all y'all got in common. And you holding on to that friendship and you holding on to that negativity just because you've known this person for a long time. I got I got friends that I've met the past two, three years that I trust way more than people that I've known for 20. 
you'll realize once you once you really get serious about your goal, what these people in your circle, why are they in your circle? What 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 is y'all's relationship? What is it that y'all talk about? Do y'all have anything in common outside of that y'all known each other for 10 years, that y'all known each other for 15 years, that y'all known each other for 20 years? What do y'all have in common outside of that? That no new friend shit is dumb. No new friend. Fuck that. I need new friends because new friends bring new experiences. New friends bring new perspectives. But that's something that y'all need to do too. I'm telling you, your circle, a lot of y'all circles holding you back. It might be your friends. It might be your boyfriend. It might be your girlfriend. It might be your husband. It might be your wife. It might be your mama. I don't care who it is. Ain't nobody getting in between my goals. Ain't nobody getting in between my dreams. I don't care who you are. I don't care who it is. Y'all need to do a y'all need to do a, a, a audit. Audit your circle. Take a look in y'all's phone. After y'all get off of this live, take a look in y'all's phone. Look at the last 10 people that you called on the phone. Why are you talking to these people? You need to ask yourself this. What, what did y'all talk about? Last 10 people that you texted, what are y'all talking about? Why are y'all talking about it? Last 10 people you DM, why are you talking to this person? What are y'all talking about? Have y'all ever talked to, when's the last time y'all talked about something productive? I can go through the last 15, 20 calls on my phone outside of my parents. We're, I'm, having, I'm having money conversations every day. Who do you talk about money with? You don't even talk about money. You don't feel comfortable talking about money to people. People don't, people, your friends don't want to tell you, your friends don't want to tell you about money because they don't want you looking at them a certain way. Me and all my homies, yeah, bro, I made this much, I spent this much on that, I got this, I got this plan, I'm doing what? Damn, you made 20, you made 20 grand? Yeah, I did this, blah, blah, blah. Damn, bro, you made 50. It ain't like it's bragging. One of my homies, one of my homies, I told my homies that I made, I told my homies that when I uh, first started off and, and launched, uh, when I first got in the digital space, I was like, yeah, bro, I made $60,000. He said, you bragging or you complaining? Because I'm confused right now. I'm sitting there telling somebody I made $60,000 in a month. He said, you bragging or you complaining? These are conversations I have every day. What conversations are you having with people every day? And that's why I say money should be spent on three things. Information, access, and assets. I met this I met this gentleman that I had this conversation with off of paying for access to get in a room. Y'all be too worried on, oh, how much does it cost me? How much does it cost? I told y'all play early where I literally lost out on millions of dollars. Me not investing in myself earlier cost me millions. What does it cost? I don't say how much it costs. I say how much is it going to cost me if I don't do it? I've under, I've now fully understand it. I've taken many L's by having that mind frame of thinking of how much something costs. I don't give a fuck no more. How much is it going to cost me if I don't get it? How much is it going to cost me if I don't get in the room? How much is it going to cost me if I don't have access to this information? Y'all got to ask y'all the same thing. Information, access, and assets. But y'all, look, test the word digital to 859 605 3297. I'm telling y'all, 
over these five days, I'm going to cover how you can create your own digital product, your own digital assets. You do the work one time, you get paid for forever. Come spend a week with me. Earlier on the live, I already gave out one one easy play that you can do and make three and make income three different ways off of the one play immediately. And I was able to break that down in five, ten minutes. If I broke that down in five, ten minutes, what the hell you think I'm going to do over a whole week that you get to spend with me? So test the word digital to 859-605-3297 to get on the wait list. Tickets are going to go live this upcoming Monday. I'm telling you, they're gonna go, they're gonna go fast. You wanna get a VIP option. There's gonna be a couple options to choose. VIP option, you'll be in a Zoom room with me. You'll get time before the before the actual teaching start, and you'll get QA sessions before the um before the lesson start each and each and every day. The VIPs is going to be in the Zoom room with me. We're going to be face-to-face. You're going to get to ask your questions. I'll get to answer your questions. General admission, they'll be in the room and they'll get to hear the game at least. But we're the best over here. We're getting the best because we're the best. So test the word digital to 859-605-3297 to get uh, added to the wait list. Also, the link is in my bio um, for the wait list because once, once you text me, I need to have you on the wait list so you'll get notified, but the link's also on my bio. But test the word digital to 859-605-3297. I'm telling y'all, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. And it's and it's no reason, it's no reason why you spend this much time on these apps and not get paid. Think about the think about all of the free content that you consume. Again, producer versus consumer. Producer versus consumer. Majority of people are just consumers. You consume content. Think of all the free content that you consume. You're the only person in the transaction of you consuming the free content that ain't getting paid. Why you? Why you keep? Why you keep getting left out of every transaction? Everything that you consume, you're the only person that isn't getting paid from it. Everything that you buy, you're the only person that's not getting paid for it. And literally everything that you consume. You're the only one not getting paid from it. Oh, you can learn it on YouTube for free. You watching free YouTube videos and you the only person in the whole equation that ain't getting paid from it. The person whose free content that you watching is getting paid from it. And YouTube's getting paid from it. And the advertisers, the ads are popping up in your videos getting paid from you sitting there consuming, consuming, consuming. Oh, yeah, I'm getting all this game. I'm getting all this game. And you're the only one that's not getting paid from the transaction. When you going to start getting in the middle and getting getting in, getting in the transaction of the commerce. You say hey, you spent all this time, you spent all this time wasting time on Instagram every day. Watching all this free content. Laughing at memes, going on the shade room and la- and looking at the gossip, going on gossip pages, learning from educational pages. Still, you're the only one in the transaction of the app that's not getting paid. I'm getting paid for my content because I got a digital product to sell. My content leads to sales. My content leads to sales. I produce. My content leads to income, impact, and influence, the triple I's. All my content leads to that. People consume my content. My my income, impact, and influence continuously grows. You go on the shade room. The shade room's getting paid from that. If you go watch, I paid the shade room before too. People paying the shade room for ads. Outside of that, 
people don't know, all these blog, all these uh, gossip pages like the Share Room, like Holly One on Lock, they got blogs too. Every single, every single gossip page, you click the link in their bio. I could be wrong. Y'all, y'all correct me after this live if I'm wrong. Go check it out. They all got the link to their blog in their pages. They post about the tea. They post about the gossip. Then direct you to click the link in their bio to get the scoop on it. And then you click their blog. They getting paid off of the blogs because they got Google AdSense set up. You'll see little ads on their blog page. They getting paid off of every click on those ads. They getting paid off of your ad. You the only one. So outside of them getting paid off of the actual app from, from advertising and people like myself paying them to, to get posted on their page, they post about the bullshit and then get paid on the back end again off of you going and wanting to see everything that happened with it going to their blog post and watching. And then you'll see all those ads on there. They getting paid twice over with it. Every, everything that you consume for free, everything. The person that you're getting it free from is making money from it. Everybody is. Why are you the only one that's not? Start producing. These people ain't making all this free content for nothing. I'm telling you that much. I just, my podcast is fairly new. My podcast, it ain't free. All those, all those clips that y'all see me post every day are clips from my podcast. My podcast and those clips cost me thousands of dollars a month. You think I ain't about to, you think I ain't going to sell something to get my money back off of that? Y'all not, all that content y'all get from me for free, it costs me thousands of dollars a month to make it. Yeah, it just look like some captions. Just, just the Instagram posts alone cost me a few thousand dollars a month. Just to get the cut up captions and all that that y'all see on my Instagram every single day, that cost me a few thousand dollars a month to post free Instagram content. But the person that can't get ahead is don't want to spend no money on nothing. They think that everything costs something because they don't see an instant return. We live in a microwave society. Everybody's looking for an instant return on something. You can tell that they're an amateur. Amateurs get paid on the front end. Experts get paid on the back end. Why does it cost that much? I get, I get, it, I get at least 20, 30, 50 DMs a day asking how do I make my clips, how I make them. You go... You go you go try to make your stuff look like mine, and then you'll see why it costs that much. Cause you can't do it. You ain't about to download an app to get your post to look like mine. It ain't there. I I post I post at least three times a day. That podcast I I talk slow. That podcast is all clipped up. I got somebody clipping up. Stuff every single day, and those caption, captions, editing, and stuff. The people need to get paid for their services. I pay people for their stuff. That's why people love to work with me. I, I put, I'm, I'm quick to throw the money out. Everybody make money working with me. That literally doesn't answer the question. That does answer the question because it costs money to produce it. I think I got somebody editing. Somebody's that's somebody's job. You have to pay somebody money to do a job. <clears throat> shooter, shout out to DG. Shooter shot it. He know. Shooter shot it. That just said definitely do blessings, my guy. He's a he's a videographer. 
he knows the cost of production. And that's what and people be and people be wanting to and people be wanting to not invest the money into their content and they don't want to invest the money into their brand and to the quality of their stuff. And then y'all be wondering why y'all stuff on Instagram look bad because you sitting there and you and and you doing everything for free. Your posts look trash. You don't even take the time yourself to just download an InShot or nothing and, and edit it a little bit on InShot. And here's another thing about investing in yourself. It doesn't take a lot of money to to it doesn't take a lot of money to invest in yourself. Back when before I had a before I had a video editor, right? Think of all these apps. I never had the back when Instagram is now a video app. It's not a picture. It's not a picture photo app anymore, right? But back when it was a picture photo app, like people were just posting pictures or people could get great engagement off of pictures. The apps that I was using for stuff, I had the paid apps. Y'all sit there and, and download every free app and have a little water. Y'all won't even pay the 99 cents to get the watermark removed on an app. But you think if you just got $100,000, you're going to be investing it. And you won't even invest 99 cents to get the watermark taken off of the app. Or the $2.99 to get the watermark taken off of the app. Why the fuck you think you're going to start doing all these money plays once you get $100,000 and you won't even invest $0.99 cent to $2.99 on an app to get the watermark removed? You out here using a free version. But once you get all this money, you're going to start investing in all this stuff. You don't even spend $0.99. Cent. You don't even spend $2.99 to get the watermark removed. But if you had the money, you would be investing in doing this with your business and putting the money into that. What? You don't even pay a dollar or two to, to get the paid version of the app. You only got to pay it once. You download all these apps to make your content watermarks everywhere, can't get access to certain stuff because it's blocked off until you pay the fee. But but once y'all but once y'all come up on a bag, you gonna oh that's when you going that's when you really gonna start investing in and y'all know how to man if I had ten thousand I turn it into fifty. Man if I had fifty I turn it into fifty. Man if I had a hundred I turn it into a million and you don't even spend ninety nine cent on an app. What type of shit is that? And here's the other thing about mentality too. I always, I told y'all earlier, mindset's more important than skill set. The mindset, be, do, have. Be, do, have. The be comes before the get. You have to become it before you can get it. So like I said, y'all won't even spend 99 cent on an app to remove your watermark. Why you think once you start making money, you're going to hire a full-time videographer or a full-time editor? No, you're not. You wouldn't even spend the 99 cent when you didn't have no bread. Once you start getting bread, you're not going to pay no videographer. Or if you do reach out to a videographer, you're going to be trying to lowball them and not pay them what they want to pay. These dudes be working hard. One reel, one 45-second reel might take an editor an hour, two hours to do. They need to get paid for that. But you won't even pay 99 cents on the free app to remove the watermark. 
So what makes you think you're going to pay a videographer? And they sitting there and they chopping up all this stuff and typing all these captions and making sure everything. One minute reel might take a videographer two hours to do. One of my reels might take a videographer two and a half hours to do. It looks simple, but it they it's editing as videographers editing. It's tedious work. They need to be compensated for that. Be do have the be comes before the get. You cannot get the thing until you become the person who's able to do the thing. So if people talk about, oh, oh, when I get when I get money, I want to give back. I'm, I'm going to help my neighborhood when I get money. If you're not helping your neighborhood now, you're not going to help them when you get money. If you're not donating to charities now, you're not going to donate when you get money. If you ain't tithing to your church now, you ain't going to give your, your church all this money when you get it. The B comes before the get. You have to become it first. What what would what you have to ask yourself, what would you do? Whatever your goals are, you, you want to be six figures and six figures is a very selfish low goal, too. You can't really help that many people. People think six figures is a hundred thousand. Six figures goes up to nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Stop thinking the six figures is a hundred thousand dollars. But who who are you as a six figure earner? What would you as a six figure person do and start doing it now? So when it comes, you're already you're already that person. Ask yourself, what would you do? And, and this is an exercise. This is an exercise that I do to help me that could maybe help you all. A lot of people think that I'm silly for it. A lot of people think that I'm dumb, but it's helped me throughout my life. And every single thing that I give y'all advice on, if I tell y'all about stuff, I'm speaking simply from experience. I, a lot of people in the Internet space or people you may come across in your life, they give you all advice or tutelage off of theory. I don't teach anything off of theory. I don't talk about a lot of stuff because I know about it, but I ain't did it. So I ain't going to talk about it. a lot of people talk off of theory instead of experience. I talk off with, from experience over theory. So this is what I do. This is the be, do, have. You have to become the person first to get the thing. You can't get the thing, then become the person. And I do something that I call time traveling. This is how I make my decisions. I'm going to probably look dumb right now when I'm doing it on live. Y'all could laugh at me or whatever, but it, hey, it works for me. I close my eyes and I time travel and I go however many years that I want to because you got to see it. This is where imagination comes in key. Einstein said imagination is more valuable than um, than knowledge. When I broke down the four levels of value, imagination was on the top level of value. You had implementation, communication. I mean, implementation. You had implementation, unification, communication, and imagination. Imagination was on the top level of value as far as bringing value to the marketplace to make money. I close my eyes, I imagine it. I see it. That's why you got to be in touch with your inner child. Think, think a kid, they think everything's possible. They got a they got a huge imagination, but you start to lose your imagination as you get older and get introduced to the world and get and have people tell you all your limitations. Then you start to be scared of stuff because you've been put these limitations have been put on you. But when you was a baby and when you was a kid, you didn't fear anything. 
but now you're scared of everything because the world's unconditioned you into it and you lost your imagination. You got to see it. If you can think it, it's, it's, it's physical here in this realm. Thoughts become things. God would not give you the vision if, if it wasn't there for you. Yo, what up? Right now I'm out ATVing in the rainforest with a group of high-level entrepreneurs. I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur. My mentor, Nehemiah Davis, eight-figure entrepreneur. Listen to me, y'all. And I don't even want to put him in a box. I know you teach 99 ways how to get into real estate, how to use OPM. But this man is going to teach y'all just entrepreneurship, period. How to get in the game, stay in the game, and get that six and seven figures, man. This man constantly investing in himself, putting himself in rooms. This is why he's on that next level. This is why he's been making this uh, type of impact for so many years. But now that man coming out and helping y'all do it. So I'm, when Blake said, yo, I'm about to go crazy, I said, I, I'm looking at it. So listen, if y'all interested, getting your money right, right, getting your time back, and be able to scale and grow your businesses, Ask the CEO, Blake, don't, I'm telling y'all, don't even look, don't look nowhere else. When you told me the 99 ways, though, Pete, this, I never heard nobody say 99 ways. Right. I heard about one. You heard a couple. Two, three, four, five, max. 99? 99. <laughs> yeah, okay. Y'all tripping y'all. But hey. I really don't, 99 ways? It's impossible to fail. Most important thing y'all can do, get in the room. So I close my eyes, I see whatever it is, and I'm, I time travel in the future, and then I, add, then I see what my life would be like if I do this and if I don't do this. And I see the whole aspect of it. I see the whole scope of it. And I time travel. I'm like, oh, if I think that's dope, if I think it's flat, because everything I do, it, it got to look flat to me. I'd be like, oh, that's dope. All right, I'm going to do this. Uh, okay, if I don't do it, this is going to happen. And then I do it. But you got to see it first. You gotta, you gotta visualize it first, and I really, and I will really sit. I'm a night owl. I'll be, I'll be up like three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. And I'll just be sitting like this, and I, and I'll really just be thinking it. And the nerd, and the nerd side of me comes in, because I'm like in the superheroes. I'm not like in the comic books and stuff, but like, I, I grew up watching cartoons. That was like my thing. So even now, like I'm really into the Marvel universe. I like anime. There's certain DC characters that I like. I like Marvel over DC, but I like The Flash, right? There was a show, um, I think it came on the CW or Netflix. I ain't watched it in a while, but The Flash, right? If y'all don't know about The Flash, The Flash the Flash can run so fast that he can time travel. The Flash can run so fast that he can go in the past and he can go in the present. And then he'd be like fucking shit up and fucking up timelines and shit. But that's where I got the time traveling shit from. If y'all in the Marvel and shit, think of uh, when they was fighting Thanos and shit, and they was going back in time and all this shit and the and the infinite, uh, the multiverse and all that type of stuff. I close my eyes and I'd be doing that shit. And it sounds silly to a lot of people, but I'd be seeing this shit that this shit that be happening for me ain't no accident. This shit don't just happen. I saw it and I, I made it happen. So, man, it's 11 o'clock, y'all. I think I'm about to, I think I'm about to get up off here. Look, test the word digital, 859-605-3297. Come spend five days with me over these five days. I'm going to break down how you can 
make your own digital product, create your own digital product, systematize it and, and scale it to five and six figure per month of extra income. I gave a lot of, I know I went a lot of ways over this live, but I gave a, I know early in this live, it only took me about five, six minutes to break down a, a easy play on making an ebook, make an ebook in one day, make the course in one day, make the audio book in one day. I told y'all one play that you can make three different sources of income off of the one play. It only took me like five, six minutes to break down. What you think that I'm going to break down over an entire week, Monday through Friday, especially if you're in VIP and you and you get the uh, the Q and A Zoom sessions where any questions, concerns you got, I can address it. And a group setting, you're going to learn more also because somebody else is going to think of a question that you didn't think to ask. And you're going to learn off of that. That's the value of a mastermind. I joined masterminds. My income, impact, and influence started to grow as I got mentors and I started joining masterminds. I now join masterminds. I now go to events, not for the mastermind or the event, but from the people in it because I learn in the masterminds off of questions that other people ask. Damn, I wasn't even thinking about this shit. I had a mastermind this past weekend that was in Cancun. I wasn't able to make it because of some passport stuff, right? One play that's going to easily, one play that I heard in the mastermind through the Zoom session because I wasn't able to get to Cancun. One play is going to easily make me an extra five figures per month. One play that I heard, and the play wasn't even anything that any of the speakers were saying on stage. They were breaking from the mastermind session to go to lunch. The Zoom was recording. Whoever was recording the um Whoever had live of the Zoom, they didn't cut it off yet. Whoever was sitting next to the computer, I just heard a sad conversation. They weren't even talking. It's just stuff that I hear. And I heard something in a short, like, 45-second conversation. I'm like, boom. That's going to make me at least an extra $10,000 a month. That's a that's an extra six figures on a year off of something that I heard somebody say in a sidebar, in a mastermind, that I wasn't even there at. Because I couldn't get an, couldn't find an appointment to renew my passport. A lot of people, y'all think y'all need to get in these rooms to learn from the one person, or you think somebody's supposed to give you everything. You it only you only need one play. You need one play. That's all that it takes. I join masterminds. I get mentors. I go to I go to uh, I go to events. Not thinking that they, I'm going to get one play. If y'all ever, if y'all ever see me at a, at a conference, for example, I'm at the conference to get one play and connect with three people. That's the only reason that I'm there. Get one play that I can that I can instantly run with and genuinely connect with three people. I ain't there trying to meet everybody. I ain't there thinking that I'm gonna get all the. I need one. I need one play. I need one thing that I can that I can get game off of and run with it right now. And I want to connect with with three people. And you know that the people that you connect them with is on the same mind frame as you because you're at the same spot. You're at the same conference. You're in the same challenge. You're at the same mastermind. You're in the same online event. You're in the Zoom room. Y'all 
y'all, when these tickets go on sale on Monday, for those that up that get the VIP option and in the Zoom room with me, everybody else, all the general admissions, they'll just hear the Zoom room. They'll be able to interact and I'll be able to answer their questions and whatnot. Y'all need to be y'all need to be connecting with each other in the Zoom room. Y'all need to be passing along each other's uh, Instagram handles so y'all can reach out to each other. Because you know that this person is serious about their goals and their dreams because they're in the VIP room just like you're in the VIP room. And somebody said being humble. I'm not a proponent of being humble. Fuck being humble. It ain't time to be humble no more. That humble shit leave you broke. Nah, there, there's certain words. There's certain words that certain people tell you to keep you down. Humble ain't over here. Fuck being humble. Nobody will tell you to be humble. That's doing better than you. Nobody will tell you to be humble. That's doing better than you. Only people that are doing less than you will ever tell you to be humble. They tell you to be humble to 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 dim your light. They tell you to be humble to make themselves feel more comfortable about being around you. Fuck being humble. Nobody doing better with you will ever tell you to be humble. They telling they telling you to be humble because the you you was they a candle. They a candle, and you the sun. You shining bright. You the sun. You warm up. You can warm a planet. They a candle. Nah, bro, be humble. Dim your light so they can feel comfortable around. Feel comfortable about themselves around you. Nah, don't be humble. Fuck being humble. Nobody that's great at anything is humble about it. Steph Curry just won the NBA championship. Steph Curry is the most cocky, disrespectful basketball player I have ever seen in my life. Somehow his image, everybody thinks he's he's the golden boy. He's the baby face assassin. Steph Curry, he's so sweet. Oh, look at his family. Oh, he's a God-fearing man. He's a Christian. Oh, look how he treats his wife, Aisha. When that motherfucker stepped in between them four lines on that court, he is the most cocky, most arrogant, most most disrespectful, humiliating player I have ever seen in my life. Steph Curry is disrespectful on the basketball court. He ain't he ain't on the court. Oh, let me be humble. Steph Curry's shooting shots while the ball's in the air. He's running the other way. He's dancing. There's a clip some years ago. He shoots a corner three. He turns around. He's, he shoots a corner three in front of his bench. He turns around. While the ball's still in the air, he's doing handshakes with his teammates. The ball's still in the air. If y'all don't believe me, YouTube it. He's doing handshakes with his teammates on the bench. He's dapping them up. They're doing handshakes. The ball's still in the air. He run the other way. The ball's still in the air. Then it go in. He's a disrespectful, cocky, braggadocious. Ain't nothing humble about Steph Curry on the court. When you're doing what you do, when you're walking in your greatness, you can't be humble about it. Nobody that's great at what they do are humble and meek about what it is that they do. Now, I ain't saying walk around here and be no asshole and shit, but when, when it's about what it is that you do, it's no humble about it. I'm the best at what I do. Ain't nothing humble about it. 
these words, words mean things, y'all. We you gotta be you gotta be intentional with how you talk to yourself. There's there's key words that that we've been conditioned to, to think that we're supposed to be that do nothing but minimize your your self confidence and minimize yourself and shrink yourself. How you talk to yourself, yourself. Look how I'm talking. I'm talking confident, right? I have I have very slender shoulders. Look how my if. Look, my shoulder's been like this the whole time because I'm talking my shit and I know that I'm great at what I do. This is how my shoulders normally are. I have very slim. I just now noticed it about myself this whole time I'm talking about this fuck being humble shit. Look how my shoulders is up. Look how confident I'm talking. Regular, I'm just like this. I'm just looking at myself like, damn, my shoulders look broad because I'm... Because I'm talking my shit. I know I know nobody does this better than what I do. And nobody does what you do better than what you do. You just gotta believe it. You gotta have you gotta have have self-confidence. Self-esteem. It's esteem of oneself. Nobody else should be able to put down your self-esteem. It's your esteem. How the fuck you let somebody else put down the esteem of yourself? Be humble. Nah, fuck being humble. We ain't doing that. Them days is over. And, and especially for us, I know there's probably some other races in here, but especially for us, black people, we, we've been told be humble, be smart. We Everything that we've been told from our parents, our grandparents, great-grandparents, and down, it's just... It's just it's it's lower level thinking to, to make you not believe that you should that you should have stuff now. Why wait when you can have it now? We don't think that we're supposed to make a lot of money now. You think that you're supposed to make a lot of money later when you retire. I already done broke down the 40-40-40 scam. It don't work like that. Work 40, work 40 hours a week for 40 years of your life and retire off of 40% of the income. Where does the get a lot of money later come in that plan? It don't. Get it now. We can get it now. It's easier to make a lot of money in a short period of time than it is to make a little bit of money over a long period of time. We said, oh, it's a get rich quick scheme. What you you wanna get rich slow? Who the fuck wanna get rich slow? When it's easily accessible out here for you to get it quick. Who wanna make 60 grand over a year where you working 40 hours a week when you can get 60 grand in a month? Working two hours out the month. Get rich quick. Hell yeah, I want to get rich quick. Who the, who the fuck want to get rich slow? That shit. A lot of these sayings and a lot of these belief systems and a lot of these sayings, if you really just take the time to sit and, and take, it don't take much time. Just take six minutes and think about it. You'll realize all this shit sound dumb. The status quo sound dumb. But people walking around believing it. It's dumb. In order to be the 1%, you got to do what 99% of people don't do. How you expect to get ahead and you doing what everybody else do? How you going to be a 1% and you do what 99% of the people do? A lot of the stuff that I say to y'all and a lot of the stuff that I'm going to break down in this during this five-day digital asset challenge, again, test the word digital to 859-605-3297. A lot of stuff that I'm going to say to y'all, 
it, it ain't gonna make no sense to you at first. Cause you're not gonna, I live like the one percent. I am a one percenter. It's a, it's a, it's an entirely different framework of how you think. You have to think different. I confidently walk around knowing that I do everything a hundred percent different than ninety nine percent of the people. Ninety nine percent of the people walking this country, I do everything the exact opposite that they do. And then they look at me and wonder what it is about me because I don't do anything that you do. Why would I want to be like 99% of the world? I don't, I don't, why would I want to get on social media and, and, and talk and have, and have debates and screenshot and post stuff in my story on my page about minimum wage? I don't give a fuck about what minimum wage is because I ain't I'm not out here working on getting the minimum. That's not a conversation that I need to have. The average American worker can't afford this. I don't give a fuck. I'm not working on being average. Why do you care what they say the average stat is? Unless you want to be average, then care about it. I'm not working on being average. How do you expect to do extraordinary things when you're being extraordinary? You can't be extraordinary and you and you double downing on on ordinary. You're doing everything like everybody else seen. You're doing you're doing the same as that thing that you seen your mama and daddy do. And one thing that we struggle with in our community too. Oh man, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I yeah, man, my my mama. Oh yeah, she's a, she's an example for me. I see my mama. She's strong. She's a strong black woman. She's been working all her life. She's been grinding. She figured it out. Oh, she's strong. Your mama don't want to be strong. She's tired. She don't want to be strong no more. She is tired. Go get you some money and help that woman out. Six figures is a selfish goal. It's a selfish goal. You can take care of nobody but yourself. Selfish. Not wanting more is selfish. Too many people made sacrifices for you to even have life, for you to be selfish. I'm telling you, man, these, a lot of these strong black women, they don't want to be strong. They tired of fucking being strong, bro. They fucking tired. And you sitting up and you sitting up thinking it's cool. Oh, yeah, she got it. She got it because she ain't got no choice. Give her a choice. That's one of my whys. What's your reason why? What is your reason why? 
And you and you can tell and and I know y'all can, you could disagree with me if you want to, but I know I'm speaking facts, bro. These women, they don't they tired, bro. I see it on social media, even the younger women. It, it it's the cool thing to say. They joking with it. Oh, I want to live the soft life. I want to live the soft life. You think that you think they joking, but they fucking serious, bro. They serious. I'm building a, I'm building a life for myself that the women in my life will not have to work. That's one of my reasons why. I'm not married. I don't have a girlfriend. If I am, if I if I do come across a woman and I get married one day, she's going to she's going to walk into a life to where she can help me build, but she won't she won't have to go and grind. Life is not this. We got to get out of this hustle and grind mentality. We not meant to. We not meant to grind. Grind it out. They lied to us. We ain't meant to be grinding. We meant to be chilling, bro. I don't even know what your I don't even take take religious belief out of it. I'm just using it as a as a book of reference with great stories, right? Let's just take the Bible for example. They didn't have jobs in the Bible. The only the only jobs in the Bible was uh the only jobs in the Bible was uh like there's a lot of a lot of scripture in the Bible, it'll say like slaves. The only job in the Bible for real is, is was like a slave. Nobody had job. But that's why when I say certain shit, I, the lower level thing, that's all I'm going to call people. I ain't going to call people dumb or stuff. I just say a, a lower thinking person. Oh, everybody can't sell something. Everybody can't. Everybody can't have a business. Everybody can't sell something. Why not? If you and these and these people that tell me this stuff, they say that they Christians. If you're a Christian in your, in your book, nobody had a job. Everybody had businesses. We ain't, we ain't meant to work. We're meant to we're meant to add value. We're meant to add value and exchange value. We're not meant to work. I exchange value and people pay me for the value that I that I provide. Everybody has the capability to provide value to the marketplace. Everybody does. Somebody said, uh, what's this comment say? Y'all, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna answer a few questions, and I'm gonna get off of here, y'all. If y'all got some questions, go ahead, drop them in the comments, man. Yeah, gods. Hey, man, I ain't. I ain't gonna go into that. Yeah, gods and children of the Most High. I ain't gonna go into that. He, he tapped in though. He know what's up. Shout out to uh, reprogramming myself. I ain't gonna go into all that stuff, but trust me, I'm I'm hit. For ye are gods and children of the most high. If y'all understood what that one sentence meant, you will have a lot more sense of power of yourself. You will walk around with a lot more confidence if you understood what that one sentence mean right there. In short, 
that means that you are the ultimate creator on this planet and you can create, design and architect whatever life that you want to architect for yourself. That's one of my favorite words, architect. I look at myself as an architect. I imagine it, I design it, I architect and I build it in real life. Humans, we are the ultimate creators on earth. Nobody else creates anything on this planet except for humans. Why you can't create something? You're the top of the food chain on the planet. Why you can't create something? Humans are the only humans are the only species on this planet that have the power to create. Why can't you create something? God made you in the image of him. If God's the ultimate creator, he made you as a creator on earth. I'm saying take, take religion out of it. You can't hope, pray, and wish for things. You have to create it. And you have the power to do so. God did not give us a table. He gave us a tree. We have, we have to have the imagination to see the table, take the tree, and make the table. You can't just sit there and say, oh, God, please give me a table. Oh, God, please give me a table. You got the power to create. Create something. Uh, but I'm going to answer a few questions here. At what point did I hire VAs? It depends what aspect. Uh, I'll tell you what. In what aspect of my business? So the first the first VA that I hired was in 2000. Okay, I quit my job 2016. I think the first VA that I hired was in 2017. The first business that I got started in and had success at was in real estate, wholesaling real estate. The first um, the first VA that I hired at the time, I was spending a lot of time. I was spending a lot of time gathering data. I wasn't like purchasing lists or purchasing leads from people. I was spending time on the county's tax assessors website, scouring through um, tax records and uh, so I would have uh, my first VA that I hired went through all of the county records for me since I was spending so much time through that. VA stands for virtual assistant. Virtual assistant, everybody needs a virtual assistant at some point. Uh, a great book that y'all can pick up is called The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. I read this book back in like 2016, 2017 too. 2016, I got that book, The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. That's why I'm able to not work that. I only work a, I only work a couple hours. A, I only work a handful of hours a week. If y'all don't know, I, I work a handful of hours a week. I don't, I don't, be, I don't be working. Like I said, I the lifestyle that I'm designing for myself, when I time travel and I see it, we chilling, baby. So I'm I'm building, I'm architecting my life to where I'm gonna be chilling. I work a handful of hours. But the but the reason why I'm able to do that is because I delegate. And that's what VAs are for, virtual assistants are for. You need virtual assistants to do stuff that you would do so you can get your time back. Information, again, 
What are the three things money should be spent on? Information, access, and access. So one of those eyes, the, the access, I pay, I pay somebody to access their time. Look, y'all, freedom's not free. Freedom's not free. If you think freedom's free, you're highly mistaken. Freedom's not free. Freedom's, we live in America. I don't know what it's like for the rest of the world. Freedom's for sale every single day, and I buy back my freedom every day. So I hire, I, I hire virtual assistants to do tasks for me to whereas I don't have to do them. So say, for example, this isn't a virtual assistant, but say I was talking about my videographer earlier. I was talking about all this free content that y'all that y'all get from me. It's it's not free for me. It costs me thousands of dollars a month. Just just for the Instagram clips that y'all see, it costs me thousands of dollars a month to get them three clips out a day. All right. But imagine how much time it would take me to learn how to edit, to learn how to color grade, to to type out those captions are typed out, to type out all them captions, to put the color on the caption, to add the emojis. To uh to do the the um to do the mixing of the audio for my podcast to do whatever that would take me a lot of time. I paid somebody to do that. So my first VA, my first virtual assistant that I hired in my wholesaling real estate business, I was spending most of my time going through records and um, making lists. My first VA was that. Then my second VA, I was cold calling. I was making all these calls, and then I wasn't able to like receive the. Then I hired a, a cold caller. Those was my first VAs on the on the digital side. Um, my VA, they do a lot for me. I have a community, the crowded at, at the top community. If y'all didn't know, um, you get access. It's less than a dollar a day. Um, get training for myself. There's some courses in there, a bunch of courses in there. You're training from six, seven, eight figure entrepreneurs. We had a a Q and A session right before I got off of this live, some hours ago. Uh, last week we had an Airbnb session. Um, but whatever, saying there, my VA they post content for me. Um, they'll schedule they'll schedule certain posts for me on Instagram. They'll post stuff for me on YouTube. They'll do customer. They'll do customer service as far as responding to email, customer service, and stuff like that. Um, handle handle disputes when people buy stuff from me, and I sit there and see that they bought the stuff from me, and then try to swear that they didn't buy stuff from me. They'll handle those disputes with the um, with the processor and the bank and stuff. Basically, a VA does everything for me. Y'all got to get out of doing MWA. Y'all got to get out of doing MWAs. MWAs stand for minimum wage activities. If it's a minimum wage activity, I'm not doing it. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm the 1%. If I'm the 1%, why should I be doing a minimum wage activity? Let's, let's, let's pay somebody to do that. I'm, I'm about speed. I don't mow my own grass. I pay somebody to do the grass. It's the same concept. I pay somebody to mow the grass, so I don't got to mow the grass. 
I'll pay somebody to come clean the crib so I don't got to spend the time to clean the crib. I pay somebody to do my video so I don't got to pay the time to do the video. I pay somebody to, to handle customer service complaints, uh, customer service issues, so I don't got to handle the customer service issues. I pay for first class seats on flights so I don't got to wait uh, so I don't got to wait through the long TSA. I pay for clear. Well, my credit card pay for clear, but so I don't got to wait. At the, I can walk through the clear line. And when you get uh, first class tickets, your bags come out first priority too. So it, it's not like I'm waiting at the baggage claim for forever either. You get a little orange sticker, your stuff going to come out before everybody else's. I mean, the money had to come for somewhere for you to pay them. Yes, you make the money. I was making money wholesaling real estate. You make the money and then put out the money. Some people might not have... Somebody might not be big enough to pay someone first out the gate. What did I say about paying people out the gate? Y'all got it fucked up about me. I don't know if y'all think that I can't, that I had a bunch of money, that I come from money. I used to clean parking lots. That's what I used to do for money. I cleaned parking lots in Lexington, Kentucky in the winter all night. If y'all don't know what Lexington, Kentucky is, it is the top of Kentucky. It's basically the Midwest. It's an hour away from Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm talking single digit degrees in the winter at night, seven degrees, five degrees, Eight degrees, nine degrees. That's how I used to make money. I cleaned parking lots. I had a truck. I got in the truck. That's when I started listening to podcast. I got in the truck. My truck had a route. When I get to the parking lot, I get off of the truck. Yeah, Louisville. He know Louisville, 45 minutes an hour away. My family, my family from the south. When I'm in Louisville, I'm on the west side of Louisville. My family from the west side, bro. I, I fuck with Louisville. My, my aunt live on the west side. My aunt live on the west side of Louisville. Like, think of think of the think of the street where Muhammad Ali house is. My great aunt, well, she passed away a couple years ago, but my great aunt lived the street one street over from Ali's house on the west side, bro. So, you know, shout out to Louisville, Shiny Park, all that shit, shout out to Louisville. But, so y'all know, it's cold, bro. Kentucky, where I'm at, Kentucky, we get all four seasons. Like, for real, for real. We get winter. And it, and it stay, and it stay cold. And it stays cold until, like, like, when it be springtime everywhere else, we get little fake, we get fake spring days. Like, we'll get one day where it be, like, 55, 60, we like, oh, shit, spring coming. Then it snowed the next day for like four days or something or a week or something like that. But I used to I used to clean parking lots. I would get in. I had my route of me, uh, a Mexican cat named Alberto and Francisco and one of the owner's son. We would all start off at one spot together. And then we would uh, do maybe one or two spots together. Then we all went off on our route for the night. And then we would meet up at one big spot all at the end of the night. Do that one or two together. And then that would be our night. Me, Francisco, Alberto, and a, a white kid named Reese. Reese was the owner's uh, son. We all got our routes. I'm driving a sweeper truck. 
I got a truck. We, I get to my route. There's a leaf blow on the back. I despise leaf blowers to this day. I will never touch a leaf blower again in my fucking life. Uh, I got pine trees. I got pine trees by my house. I get the pine needles be up on the roof. I, they was like, bro, just buy, just buy a leaf blower and go up there and blow them off yourself. I said, no, I'm paying somebody to blow these pine needles off of my roof because I will never. I told myself I'm never touching a fucking leaf blower again in my fucking life, bro. I pull up at the at the parking lot. I take the leaf. The leaf blower will be on the back of the truck. Take the leaf blower off the truck. Walk through the parking lot, blow all the trash in the parking lot, blow the trash out of all the curbs. If cars is parked there, if I'm at, at like a grocery store or a Walmart or something, uh, some Walmart's 24-7, blow, blow the uh, the leaf blower underneath the car to get the, the trash out of the car. Then I would drive and suck up all the trash. I did that all night. Certain, certain, uh, certain spots that I would stop at, you would have to empty. Certain spots that I would stop at, you would have to empty all the trash cans as well. So I'm going and I'm emptying trash cans. It's a disgusting job. I'm glorified trash man. Bro, y'all, to this day, to this day, if I ever have a bottle, a water bottle, anything with liquid, ice, juice, anything, I pour it out before I throw it away in a public trash can. If it's a trash can outside, I pour it out and throw it away. If I'm in the airport, if I got the time, I'm going to find a water fountain. And I'm pouring my stuff out. I'm walking in a bathroom. And I'm pouring it in the sink before I throw it away. Because I used to be that person that was emptying the trash cans. I used to be that person emptying the public trash cans. Y'all know how fucking disgusting trash can juice is, bro? Bro, if y'all, I've had, I have, I have had trash can juice from a random fucking trash can in the middle of nowhere fucking hit me in my face because the fucking bag busted. Y'all know how nasty that shit is? Somebody has to clean that shit. People don't think of that shit when you throwing stuff away, though. I, can, I can't not think of it because I used to be that person. I'm pretty talking about you ain't had the money. Well, people might not have had the money to start. You think I had the money to start? This is what I did. And at the time, I'm living at my mama's house. The only, I'm working there part-time. The only reason that I even had the job, because I had a girlfriend, I had a little, I had enough money to go on little dates and shit and go to, and go sleep in my mama's house. And I was still, and I was still, uh, attempting the hoop. I was, I was, uh, had, I wanted to catch a, a basketball deal overseas or something like that. So I would work out during the day and I would go to work at night. I would work out during the day. I would go to work at night. I gave myself until September, a September day. Oh, and back with the, the trash stuff too. I used to wear the mask, everything. Every morning when I got back home, it, I would always get back home around like 7 a.m., 7.30 a.m. When you talk about black, I get in the shower, it's just black. Even though I got gloves on, hands black. Even though I got a, got a mask on, I would, I would like spit, like hawk a loogie, like <sighs> spit in the shower. It's straight black. Blow my nose, black. How to, how to, uh, how to oversee shit go. I was like, all right, I knew the chances were slim for me. I gave myself a deadline. I said, if, uh, and this is, and this is 2000. This is 2013. This is 2013. 
I gave myself a, a deadline. I said, okay, I already know it's going to be slim for me. I'm going I'm to wait till August because everybody had their they teams, they teams lined up and stuff. And I might be able to catch like somebody got an opening or somebody got injured or something ain't, something ain't, ain't happened. So I'm going to get myself until September 1st because I was like, all right, if I don't catch nothing by August, it's not happening. September 1st came. I instantly said, I, I'm moving. I said, if I don't get nothing by, if I don't get nothing by September 1st, I'm putting together a plan to move because I need to change my environment. I'm not inspired. I'm not inspired by anybody that lives here. I can't think of one person from my city that I, that I can look at and get a, a actual example and get inspired off of what it is that they're doing. Nobody was doing nothing fly that I think. And that's why I say exposure leads to expansion. Your circle is, is so key. A lot of you are not in a circle. Your circle's a cage. People that I was around, not, not, not that anything is wrong with what they are doing. I just want more. Where I'm from, if you, which nothing is wrong with it. One of my best friends is a firefighter. People was telling me, hey, look, one of my best friends is a firefighter. He, he takes a lot of pride in his work. He's great at his work. He's a, he's a literal hero. He had a little kid write him a, a note. I commented on his Instagram story. He posted it. Some little kid wrote him a note, a card, made him a card and said, thank you for being a hero. He's a fucking hero. But I don't want to be a fireman. OGs around where I'm at, where I'm working at, at the gym, they're like, oh, Sanford, if you can't, uh, if you can't, if you don't go, who, why don't you just go apply to be a fireman? I can get you in. Because some of my old heads back home, they retired firemen. And at the time, uh, my cousin was like the head of all this stuff, like whatever it's called, the chief of all this stuff he was at. I got relatives. Oh, you can hit the be a fireman. People, people will clap that up back home. Oh, you doing good. If you work at a factory, they like, oh, man, you doing good, man. You working at Toyota. Dang, bro, you working at Toyota, man. You doing good. Nothing's wrong with that. That's just not the life that I see for myself. I had to get away from people that thought that was acceptable. I had to get away from people that thought that was okay for them to live their entire life like that. That's fine for them to live like that. I just don't want to live like that. There's nothing against that. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. But I said I had to move. At the time, I was working the the uh, the sweeper truck, cleaning the parking lots. That was part time because, like I said, I had I was I had ambitions to go hoop during the day. I would work out. Nights I would go. I would only work about three to four nights a week. I googled. I got on my phone. I googled best places to move to. Cities came up. I chose Houston, Texas. At the time, my best friend lived in Houston, Texas. He, he lives in L.A. right now. At the time he, he moved to Houston, he was like, I was like, hey, bro. Yo, I think I'm going to move to Houston. Can I come crash at your spot? He said, he said, bet. He, I said, I'll, I'll give you like, uh, I looked up average rent in Houston. At the time, average rent was $1,200. I said, I gave you 600. I ain't going to be there that long. He didn't believe me. We, me and my best friend went at it because he told me I could come. And then like a week before I was scheduled to come, he was like, hey, man, I don't think it's a good idea. Why don't you think it out? Because, you know, the job market, it might be hard for you to find a job. Or, you don't know. Man, I call my best friend a bitch ass nigga. 
we going there. I'm telling him, I was like, bro, if, if you was in front of me, I'm I'm putting hands, like if he was in my presence in that time, I'm putting hands on him, like to this point, because he couldn't see what I saw, which wasn't his fault. And I'm like, bro, I'm not giving myself an option. I'm not coming down. There. I don't want to live with, I don't want to live with another man, bro. That's not what I'm coming down there for. I'm not coming down there to live with a man. I'm coming down there and I had a, and I had a girl at the, a girlfriend at the time that was coming down after me. I came down October with $1,200. Why did I only have $1,200? Cause I ain't been out in the real world before. I Googled average price of rent in Houston. It said $1,200. I asked a dude why I clean parking lots at night for more hours. He said, cool. I told him what my plan was doing on leaving. He said, cool. I get some more hours. I saved up $1,200. I took my my uh, car that I bought for two thousand dollars the year before, and I drove the fuck to Houston with twelve hundred dollars. I drove to Houston with twelve hundred dollars because I googled price average price of rent. Average rent says twelve hundred dollars. My dumb ass at the time said, "Oh shit, at least I got a month rent. I can figure it out from there." That's what I told myself. I ain't give myself no options. Like we gotta go, bro. I get down there October. I got a job with Enterprise Rental Car. I got uh, I interviewed for Enterprise Rental Enterprise Rental Car. Got the job. Start looking for apartments. Uh, got my apartment December. And then my girl at the time she was wanting to come down. I was like, Yo, you know the man in me is like, Yo, let me get you know I'm broke. Let me get some paychecks in. So I can start getting some furniture and stuff. All I got, all I got is an air mattress, a leaky air mattress to death. My pops gave me an air mattress before I left that had duct tape on it and stuff. Like the air mattress leak. I'm like, I don't want to have my lady down here. No furniture, no nothing. And an air mattress. Now, whoever this is, uh, J-Loft getting blocked because I've been on here. Y'all, for y'all Y'all just popping in the live. If y'all want to learn how to make six figures, I've been past it. I literally talked about that four hours. I've been on this live for hours. I done dropped so many gems that y'all can run with, and I'm dropping gems right now if you pay attention. I talk slow, but if you don't listen fast, you're going to miss it. I'll say that again. I talk slow, but if you don't listen fast, you're going to miss it because there's gems and lessons in what I'm saying right now. So listen fast. My girl come down, uh, she come down. All I got is an air mattress. All we have in, a, all we have in the, my apartment is an air mattress. She came down like right before Christmas. I wanted, it, I wanted to have some type of memory. I went and bought a real Christmas tree because I grew up with real Christmas trees, not the fake one. Me and my pops used to go chop them down, bring them back to the crib instead of buying. My pops didn't have the money to buy the Christmas tree. We would drive around the country scoping trees out. Uh, a few weeks before Christmas and be like, yeah, we're going to come get that one. A couple weeks before Christmas, we pull up to the spot, cut it down, you put it on top of his car, we bring it back to the crib. So I'm used to smelling the pine needles and stuff in the crib. My first Christmas in Houston, I had a, it's it's an air mattress and a Christmas tree and that's it. I had $1,200. By the time I started working, I had a couple, I had a couple paychecks under my belt. $1,200. That's how that's how I started my journey. People be talking about you need money. Oh, bro, I don't, but I ain't got the money. How how do I make money? Outside of all the plays that I'm telling y'all to go make money, here's how here's here's a 
Here's a quick way that y'all can make money. Get a fucking job. That's how I got my first money. I got a fucking job. A lot of y'all don't want work. Bro, where, where do I get the startup capital? If you can't think, a job? A lot of y'all got jobs right now, but you're not using it. You letting the job use you instead of you using the job. Your job is your first investor if you let it be. Bro, where do, where do I get the money? Where do I get the startup capital? From the person and company that's paying you right now. Stop buying dumb shit and, and take the money, the excess money, and put it in yourself. And I don't care what nobody says. Everybody has excess money. Everybody. I don't care how much money you make, you got extra money because there's some bullshit that you buying day to day, week to week, month to month that you don't need to be buying that you could be using for something else. When I put my plan together to quit my job, y'all want to know how much my y'all want to know how much my weekly lunch budget I set for myself was. Y'all want to know what my weekly lunch budget was when I said, man, I'm putting this plan together to, to quit my job. Ten dollars a week. I was spending ten dollars a week on lunch. But y'all don't want, but y'all don't want to eat top ramen. I was spending 10, I was working at BBVA Compass Bank. Doesn't exist anymore. PNC just bought them last year. PNC took over BBVA Compass. I was working at BBVA Compass Bank and Rice Village. The only reason that I chose to work at BBVA, if they chose, if they put me in a different location outside of a place that's, that's. Uh, more affluent or where people that's making money live, I wanted to the job. I strategically worked at that location because there's business owners around there, there's people around there getting money, all the houses is like, you got million dollar houses, people got Porsches and ranges and stuff like that. I wanted to learn about money so I got around the money. That's the only reason I worked at a bank. I need to learn how money works, so let me go work where the money is. At the time, I thought money was at the bank, so I went and I worked at the bank. But when I put my plan together to quit my job or how I like to say fire my job, I had a $10 a week lunch, lunch budget. I tell y'all what, each week, and, and my coworkers, they would be like, dang, you, you like them? You like uh, Chef Boyardee, huh? No, I hate Chef Boyardee. I just, at the time, the cans was like a dollar. And I was getting every kind of Chef Boyardee you can think of. I was getting, I was getting the ravioli. I was getting SpaghettiOs. I was getting the spaghetti and meatball. I was getting the alphabet stuff. Trying to switch it up, thinking, like, guess what? Here's the thing about Chef Boyardee, y'all. I don't care what kind you get. It all tastes the same. I'm getting different Chef Boyardee for a dollar. Try to switch it up. Okay, okay, on Monday, I'm going to eat the ravioli. Tuesday, I'm going to eat the SpaghettiOs. Wednesday, I'm going to eat the spaghetti and meatball. It, it all tastes the same. It all tastes the same. But each and every day, I had a $10 a week budget. I would take I would take uh, Chef Boyardee. I would buy a pack of lemon cookies. If y'all know, think of, think of lemon cookies. Like think of that big old value pack of lemon cookies that like your granny is uh, some old person might have. You'll get, you'll get a big old pack of lemon cookies. It'll be 250 cookies in there for $2. I would go get the, the big old thing of lemon cookies and I would get some type of cheap fruit. 
either grapes or bananas. That was my lunch for the week. Because I was putting together my plan to, I was putting together my plan to quit. Everybody got, everybody has excess capital. Everybody does. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how little money you make. You can cut out some bullshit and have extra money. It's it's just it's just that you'll see somebody, you'll see somebody, you'll you'll look at somebody on their year eight on social media and compare it to your year zero. You look at somebody's year fifteen on social media and compare it to your month two. You look at them, oh, if if I if I had oh I could do the same thing. If I had you don't know what the fuck it you don't know what it took for them to get to that perceived level of success that you think that they had. You have no earthly idea what they went through to get to that. And if you did, I guarantee you, you probably won't want to do the same stuff that they had to do to get to where they are. That's why they, including myself, are telling you so you don't have to go do the shit that they had to go through. I can tell you shit, you could probably you could probably skip out on about four and a half to five years of bullshit off of stuff that I know now. I fucked it up so you want so you don't gotta go through that. I've lost more money. My mama showed me her retire. I've lost more money than my mama has in her retirement account. Ain't that some shit? I've lost more money than my mama got in her retirement account. I can tell you some some do's and don'ts to this shit. Oh, but if I had what you had, bro, oh, if I had the money to do it, bro, what money? Cleaning parking lots. Saved up $1,200. And, and before that, drove my, drove my car that I bought for $2,000 the year before that. You know why I had a $2,000 car? Because I wrecked my car, broke my neck, and collapsed my lung. The insurance company only gave me $2,000 for my car that I totaled. I found a car on Craigslist for two thousand. Bought it. I got a story, y'all. This shit ain't sweet. I my neck was broken. My neck, my back, my neck, and my back. I broke my neck. You ain't see it though, just because you ain't see it. What you think this shit was sweet? And my and I'm not even where I'm where I'm going to get, but just to get to this point or. I hate when I hear people say shit like that, bro. Oh, if I had the opportunity, I ain't got the money. I should have blocked you as soon as you said that. Because I don't even want that level of thinking person even to have access to my stuff because I don't want the vibration to accidentally get to me through a comment or a DM or something. I wish I could scroll up and find you so I could block you. Two thousand twelve. I broke my neck. Collapsed lung. If y'all want Y'all see uh, this little scar right there? Y'all see that little scar right there? They had to, they had to cut, they had to make a cut, put a tube, push it through my rib cage, and and suck all the and suck all the air 
because I had I had air. Um, my chest was hurting. I was like, why is my chest hurting? The reason my chest was hurting because when I got in the car accident, somehow the impact of something it made my lung collapse. And when it collapsed, all that air was just um, floating around in my chest cavity. And it was putting pressure on my heart. That's why I'm, that's why my chest was hurting because all that air was in there. They had to suck all the air out to my lung inflated back up. Yeah, chest tube. And I and I I like to say I like to say broke because it sounds better in the stories. I'm a good storyteller. If y'all ain't realize, I, I I tell good stories. But the uh, and the reason why you gotta tell a good story because don't nobody want to hear don't nobody want to hear a it don't sound as good if I say I fractured my neck versus I broke my neck. You know what I'm saying? Right, right here, this. Like right where you, uh, the bottom of your neck, it it was uh, fractured, and you know you don't play with your neck, so it was a break because it was a a fracture in my neck. And, and here's and here's the thing and here's the thing about and here's the thing about telling stories too. What story sounds good if you ain't go through no bullshit? Don't nobody want to hear that story. My story, like my story, is gonna be flat. Who wants to Who wants to watch a movie where the main character don't go through some type of conflict? Who wants to watch that story? Who wants to watch that movie? That will be a boring ass movie. The main character just smiling, whistling. Hey, what's up, Jack? Hey, everything's great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That will be a boring ass movie. The main character got to go through some conflict. The main character got to look like they about to lose before they win. Every movie, y'all ain't y'all ain't y'all ain't noticed how every hero movie you see, it looks like the hero's about to lose, and right when they about to lose, they figure it out. You ever seen Batman, Superman, Iron Man, Ant Man, Black Panther, Avengers, Spider Man? Who wants who wanna who wants to just go see the Avengers winning and beating everybody up? It gotta it gotta look like they lost. I ain't seen I ain't seen Thor yet, but the last uh the last joint that I seen, Dr. Strange. Oh, I look like Dr. Strange was about to lose. Damn, Dr. Strange, bro, you fucked this one up. He hopped in that dead dude body and won. Why you think your story, why you think your story is gotta be different it's a good story to tell you gotta go through the shit so you can be a testimony to inspire the person behind you tell your story and it's a cool story to hear nobody wanna hear no lame ass boring ass dry ass story oh yeah I ain't never been through nothing in my life I just was born and everything was good and I just and I was I was rich and hey I'm here 
So why you can't why you can't why you can't think of your own story the same way? I was literally thinking about this last night. I shot my episode of my pod, my last episode of my podcast last night. I'm talking to my homie. I was like, bro. And I told y'all my imagination. I got the imagination like a kid. Like I, I really do. I stay in touch with my inner child so I don't lose the imagination. I wear those anime cartoons. I still watch Dragon Ball Z, Avatar The Last Bender. I, I watch uh, Hey Arnold clips on on uh, on YouTube. I'm watching anime that I used to like from back in the day. I'm watching Death Note. Like I'm staying in touch with that shit. I'll fucking go to the extremes and go to the park and get on a swing. When the last time you been on a swing? I did that shit like two months ago. I went to the park and I got on a swing. Just because I don't want to lose touch with that inner child because that's where the genius is. That's where the creativity is. That's where the that's where the, the ideas are. The ideas are in that child. The belief is in that inner child. I don't I don't lose sight of that at all. So my imagination, I'm very, I'm very in touch with it. All the innovative. You crazy if you don't think Kanye West is in touch with his inner child. That's why he be talking. If you listen to him, he be, he be saying, listen to the kids, bro. On my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy. If y'all go listen to Power, he got lyrics talking about that shit. He said, my childlike creativity and honesty is being crowded by these grown thoughts. The greats, they know it. Go listen to Power off of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. My childlike creativity and honesty is honestly getting crowded by these grown thoughts. Reality is catching up to me. Taking my inner child, I'm fighting for its custody. He's rapping about, he's talking about it right there. My childlike creativity and honesty is honestly getting crowded by these grown thoughts. Reality is catching up to me. Taking my inner child, I'm fighting for custody. I'm in tune with that shit. So this is something that I was talking about last night with my homie. I don't even know if we talked about this on the episode of the podcast of the camera was off. I don't even remember. But I was telling him how I told y'all how I time travel and see stuff. I do the same thing about like, I do the same thing kind of in the past and in the future. And I like, I like paint movies. In my head of like a lifetime story, I'm like, oh, this movie, like this, this will be a dope ass movie. Like this will be a box office smash. Like this, like this is making 500 mil opening weekend at the box office. Like I paint a movie and I like origin stories. Like I was watching this uh, documentary called Supreme Team. I don't know if y'all familiar with who Supreme is. Supreme, a big drug dealer from Queens up in New York. If y'all have ever seen New Jack City, uh, Nino Brown and the Cash Money Boys, they're loosely based off of Supreme. How, how New Jack City had the Carter where they was had the, all this big operation out of the project building. That's Supreme. The girl, the girls in New Jack with the with the no shirts on cooking up the dope in the project. That's Supreme in them. Uh, 50 Cent, the dude that shot 50 Cent nine times. That's Supreme. I was watching the documentary. On, I was watching the documentary on Supreme and I like to see the origin stories and I'm like I've only heard about this this mythical figure in rap songs all these rappers will rap about Supreme or name drop Supreme like let me see this origin story and then when I watched that I was like oh 
I'm imagining, I'm like, all right, what will my movie be like the origin story into whatever I met now and then what's going to happen later? And I'm like, yo, it would be tight if my origin story starts at my great-grandfather because I consider myself a radical. I just learned over the last year or two, my great-granddaddy shot a cop. He shot a cop. Pow, he popped a cop. I'm like, oh, damn. In my, in my brain, I'm like, Oh, my my great granddaddy was like Tupac. Kind of the same, kind of the same thing. If y'all know about Tupac, Tupac, he saw uh he saw some dudes beating up somebody. He didn't know that they were officers at the time. He shot at them. Same thing, my great granddaddy said in the little country town they was from, they said everybody knew dude was a cop. I don't know if he was off duty in uniform or whatever, but he was beating up somebody. They said my granddaddy shot him. I'm like, oh, that would be a dope origin story from that, from that to stuff that I know about my grandfather. I know my grandfather joined the military. I know my grandfather went off to, went off to, uh, was it Vietnam? One of them wars he went off to. I know when he came back, he wasn't the same from what they tell me. I never met him. He passed away before I was born. They said he came back. He wasn't the same. A certain shit. The country that he fought for spit on him. He had no opportunities when he came back from the war. He had a drink. He drunk a lot more when he came back from the war. To, from that to to seeing my pops. He's like a young. He's like a young. My pops kind of like a, a local. My pops kind of like a local. My pops known back home. My pops was like real cold at basketball back in the day. My pops had a lot of ambition. I remember, I, re, I vividly remember seeing my pops' dreams and ambitions die. I remember that. I remember seeing, I remember seeing the world defeat all my superheroes when I was young. I, I seen that. I can't, I can't forget that shit. I seen the world defeat. Every every man that I looked up to as a kid, I seen the world defeat him. This shit that I'm on right now, it's personal. What is your why? Why are you doing what you're doing? This personal for me. This ain't just for me. I seen I seen every all my heroes that I saw outside of a TV screen. I saw the world defeat them. I saw dreams and ambitions of my pops get, boom. I saw dreams and ambitions of my uncles, boom. I saw dreams and ambitions of people around the neighborhood, boom. I saw the dope dealers get killed. I saw them get locked up. I, I seen the, so I'm like, oh, that would be a dope movie of like the story arc. Like what is my origin story? Like the Joker. That's why I like the movie, the Joker. Like what made Arthur Fleck turn into the Joker? And it, it, it shows everything that happened that led up to him becoming this psychotic clown. The world made him that way. The world made Arthur Flick turn into the Joker. So I'm like, my origin story would be like the same, like the world and previous and previous generations made me turn into the mogul, made me turn into the multi, made, made me turn into a figure that inspires others. Made me like I don't know, maybe I I maybe I take this stuff more serious than y'all.
Because I'm telling you, this is personal for me. It's personal for me, and I got a reason for this, and it's bigger than myself. And even outside of the, and even outside of the personal heroes that I that I saw from a close up, my actual people that I look at for uh, that I look at from a distance, because a lot of y'all think that you have to have mentors. A lot of y'all think that mentors have to be somebody that you physically talk to, that you can hit up on the phone, that you can see, touch, and feel. You can have mentors from afar. I have a lot of mentors that I've never met in my life. I tell people to I'm blue in the face. I learned more about business and entrepreneurship about uh, from Nipsey Hussle. I got TMC tatted right here. Nipsey. Nipsey was one of Nipsey's one of my mentors in the community. In the it's crowded at the top community. I share some gems from Nipsey every single Monday. We call it Marathon Monday in the community. But Nipsey was a I, I did I met Nipsey like once, uh, but I did I didn't know this man. But I see that's another one of my heroes that that's not here no more. Kobe Bryant, one of my heroes, is not here anymore. Kobe Bryant is the first person I seen from afar that taught me work ethic. I learned that from Kobe. Kobe ain't here no more. So I'm like, this this story arc of this movie, and thank y'all too, y'all story arc for this movie, like, it gotta be a good movie. You gotta go through the bullshit. You gotta look like you about to lose like every other superhero does in every superhero movie since the existence of superhero movies. They all look like they about to lose. They all go through the bullshit. And then they win. So if you're going through that losing season, you're going through that through that failure season, it gotta look like that. Or you not or or when you get to the win, it ain't gonna feel like nothing. How you gonna know what success feels like if you don't know what failure feels like? How you gonna be able to appreciate the success if you if you can't go back to the failures? You got something to reflect on and appreciate to be like, damn, I I came from that to this. And plus, your failures ain't, your losses ain't losses, they lessons. It's impossible to lose if you take something from it. Every time that I lost, the way that I look at it, I told you, I don't negotiate with myself. I'm doing this. There's no other option. It has to work or it has to work. If I take an L, that's just one way that I learned that it's not going to work. Okay, so I, I did that one. Okay, so it's not going to work this way. Won't do that again. I don't look at it. It's like, damn. I lost. And and somebody said in the comments, I know I'll be a millionaire before I pass. That's low-level thinking. That's low-level thinking, brother. You don't want to be a millionaire before you pass. Nah, we we, we want it now. Get get out of that, get out of that, get out of that that thinking that they tell you that you have to get it later. You don't know. You don't have to get it later. You can get it now. The quicker that you get to your dream life, the longer that you get to enjoy it. The quicker that you get to your dream life, the longer that you get to enjoy it. Get to it quicker so you have longer time to enjoy it. One of my friends, his mama just passed away a few months ago. 
She retired like a year and a half or two years ago and she died. She retired and died less than two years later. Get to it now. She retired and died like two years, less than two years later. Get to it now. Ain't I'm going to be a millionaire before I pass. Get to it now. You're giving yourself excuses not to do and, and put in certain stuff now because you're like, oh, I can, I can do it later. I got time. I got time. I got time. We don't got time. We don't got time. You can think you got all the time that you want. That you want. It's arrogant to think that you have time. That's that's arrogant. That's one of the most arrogant things you can do is think that you have more time. You don't. That's arrogant and selfish to think I got oh I got time. How do you how you know you got time? And think of this, and think of this right now. Say, say somebody say, what what is the hold up, I'm on my computer right now. Average. Average life expectancy in the United States is Says seventy eight years old. What's the average retirement age? Average retirement age in the U.S. Average retirement age. It says the median for men is sixty four point six years. So basically sixty five years old. So the average retirement age is sixty five years old, and the average death age is seventy eight years old. So just off of these numbers, you got you got 13 years to be free. You old, you can't move, you can't do nothing fly, you really can't do what you want to do, and you're not free because you ain't you ain't learned how to live off of a hundred percent of your income your entire life. Now, when you get 60 plus years old, 70 years old, you're supposed to figure out how to live off of 40% of your income. How are you going to do that when you weren't even able to really live the life you wanted to live off of 100% of your income? We got to get out of that. that oh, I'm going to get it one day. No, we, let, let's, let's do it now quicker. Speed. Success loves speed. And this... And this uh, retirement age of, uh, is saying 65. I ain't. I don't know what stats they taking this from. I don't see that in my world. I'm not seeing people retiring at 64.6 years old and women retiring at 62.3 years old. I'm not seeing it. I'm having I'm having conversations with people that are 59, 60, 61 years old, and they. Talking to me like I had a phone call today with somebody that's 60 years old talking about, hey, you want to buy a house with me? No, I don't want to. I don't want to buy a house with you, bro. I don't. He's seeing 
he's he's now thinking because he sees time. He's seeing time creeping up on him now. He's 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 working on things as far as investing and flip. Oh, you don't want to buy a rental house? No, I don't. I don't want to buy a rental house with you. I could put up twenty. You could put up twenty thousand. No, I don't. I'm sorry. And I got a lot of respect for this man. But I'm not. And then I broke down to him how, honestly, if we're talking from a rental house perspective, if we're talking from a rental house perspective, we uh, a single family house is not a good investment for rental property. The average landlord that owns a rental family, like, People think landlords are making all this money. Like, if you make three, four hundred dollars a month for positive cash flow, people will clap it up for you. So even him at the state that he is is in thinking about, uh, thinking about um, owning a rental property. I'm telling him he'll, he'll only make some hundreds of dollars a month. Like that's not even a, a investment vehicle he should should be in like as far as rental property it's better to get in the multifamily it's better to get in the multifamily real estate as far as investing and and um if you're looking to have tenants and rental income and you can purchase a four unit under the same financing that you can a single family house so if you can go ahead and get a four unit with an fha loan why not get why not get a a four family house a property, whereas you have four tenants, and if one tenant stops paying, you at least got three other to mitigate that loss. Versus if one tenant stops paying you, you have no income coming in, and then repairs will be easier. Also, on the multi-unit because say everything's right there, so if the roof needs repairing, you can just repair the roof here versus having five houses somewhere else in the roof repair this repair that like everything's right there it's just a it's just a better investment and then and then even with the um and then even with the the million dollar thing here's here's what people don't here's what people don't realize if you um hold up y'all Look, most people, most people will, a lot of people will make a million dollars in their lifetime. If you, if you make $50,000 a year and work for 20 years, you will make a million dollars. But why I got to take, why I got to take 20 years to make it? You got collapsing time. The quicker that you get to your dream life, the longer that you get to enjoy it. I'm about to get off of here. I done been on here for hours, y'all. Hey, look. I've been on here for legit hours. I hope y'all got some game. Stop it. Right. Stop exchanging time for money. Start start exchanging money for time. Once you stop exchanging time for money and begin exchanging money for time, that that's when you're free.
but text the word digital to 859-605-3297. Spend five days with me. I'm going to break down how you can create your own digital products, digital assets, uh, and scale it to a five and six figure per month level of extra income. Text the word digital. 859-605-3297. Tickets will go live this upcoming Monday. They're going to go fast. I highly suggest that y'all get in VIP. You're the best. You want to be the best. Get the best. VIPs will have a bonus day. VIPs will have um, access to a Zoom room where they get to ask their questions before the actual learning and the challenge starts. So VIPs, you get a bonus day, bonus a kickoff day, meet and greet where I get to talk to you, meet you, know who you are, know what it know what it is that you do. Um, before the challenge, there'll be Q&A sessions before the information starts. So that's why you want to get in VIP. And in VIP, in the group learning session of Zoom, you're going to learn more outside of the information that I give off of questions that other people ask because other people are going to think of questions that you did not think of that you're going to learn from. If for whatever the reason you can't get the best and you just get in general admission, you still want to get in general admission. So you are at least in the room with general admission. You will have access to the training. You'll see me. You'll see me live teaching, but you won't be in the Zoom room as far as uh, getting to get your questions answered and us being actual face to face and being able to see each other. Uh, so text the word digital to 859-605-3297 to get added to the wait list to get notified when tickets go live and uh, the tickets will go live this upcoming Monday. I holler at y'all. It's crowded at the top. We're making it there. And yes, I am from Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky, 859, favorite place in the world. Come visit us one day. Lexington, Kentucky, we got beautiful beaches. We got beautiful beaches, great sand. Big waves, palm trees, come and holler at us.